0: is like a dead and lovely podcast baby i I wanna wanna ride it did you guys hear how we were totally in sync when we said that that's because i'm justin timberlake oh oh <laughs> old Stephen Spratling is back here in the hills of East Tennessee the that's rolling me. hills
1: Dollywood Stephen Spratling <laughs>
0: that's the new conversion name right that's right Hell yeah. no longer Hollywood now mm-hmm. Dollywood uh-huh. Steve Spratling cheers to you my good man it's so good to have you back here in the hills it's good
1: to be back I, East I really Tennessee. love uh, East Tennessee it's really here in pretty. God's country yeah yeah where nobody can drive <laughs> It's yeah. the worst. <laughs> it is. I just drove across the country. I'll tell you this: Tennessee has the worst drivers. <laughs> so, Steve, you just you just drove
0: yourself all the way here from the, yeah, I just the got here
1: Hollywood, uh, twenty four hours ago. Holy yep. shit! How was that drive? Long. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, we took forty when we drove out, uh, which is easy from Knoxville. Yeah. You just get on forty, drive all the way to Barstow, California. Oh, okay. Pretty simple drive. Straight shot. Uh, it's also boring as shit yes. An ugly drive Once you get past <laughs> Oklahoma City There's nothing And you have to eat Denny's That's it You, <laughs> you have get to, else eat to eat Denny's eat. You get to eat get Denny's Get to um, <laughs> Grand so, slam motherfucker Yeah So I'm a, I'm a lover <laughs> of food So I looked for the, the best way to go To get good food Like you do Yeah So we took we took 10 this time So we could go through Texas uh-huh. um, We went to Whataburger First time at Whataburger okay. Have you ever had a Yeah I've had a Whataburger Really good burger. It's fine. Amazing fries. Yeah, I think their fries yeah. are better than any other fast food
0: fries. See, like, everybody that I know that's in bands and stuff, whenever they get to the West Coast, they're all huh. just fucking in going and out. nuts over In-N-Out. Yeah, I ate In-N-Out one just, last time. This too. is fine, but it it's doesn't fine, really yeah. blow
1: me away. Man. Well, here's the thing about In-N-Out that I love. He said it's good. Yeah. I mean, in relation to, say, uh, McDonald's, it's amazing. Well, sure, it's like a so Wendy's or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But, um... They also pay their workers really well. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's a cool. the positive thing, I think. And they have a really stripped down menu, which is cool. How do you feel about it compared to, like, the Five Guys? We got those out here. Yeah, we do have Five Guys. Um, you know, I like, honestly, um, I liked in and out I ate there one last time before we left. Yeah. But I don't think I'll miss it in particular. Like, yeah. There are a lot of good burger places here. Have you ever been to Mooyah in uh, Knoxville? No, because every time I'm out there, it's right by Tomo, which Uh is my usual sushi joint. Oh, yeah, Tomo, yeah. Yeah, so I always just
0: go there instead. Now, have you ever been to a Stock and Barrel? No, I haven't. Dude, now that, we were just there last night, actually, Uh with some friends and stuff. That's the fucking jam of jams. That's the best burger I've ever had like in, yeah. in my life. But okay. I've never been to a Muya, so I'm going to find out. Uh, a Mouyau
1: is more of a fast food burger. I'm
0: going to take you to Stock and Barrel. Okay. And I'm going to get you a duck confit fry. Hell, okay. Yeah. I'm going to get you some goodness. <laughs>
1: you got me. All right. You're getting laid that night. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Did you see anything interesting on the drive over? <laughs> Yeah, I saw some interesting things. You sent me some pretty cool photos. Yeah, I'm going to have to post these on on our Instagram (laughs) and stuff. Um, In New Mexico, at a Dairy Queen, I saw uh, the artwork of someone who uh, equates (laughs) Jesus and bullets. (laughs) A lot of crosses made out of bullets. I bet there's only one person that equates those two things. It could be only one person. Well, the thing is that if it had been subversive... Art. Oh, it'd be badass! It'd be badass! You'd yeah. be like, "Yeah, the, the the Christians they worship the bullet more than they worship Christ." <laughs> yeah, exactly, perfect. But that's not what it was. So it was a glorification of the bullet on the level of Jesus. That is fucking insane. Yeah, my favorite one was a bullet. It's a, an overly large bullet, yeah. probably the size of say a your middle like a, finger or something like right? a, Well, no, it was more like a, tw- a twelve ounce water bottle. Okay, actually. it was pretty holy big. shit. Yeah, bullet was huge then a tiny american flag and a tiny cross on it so side note yeah we know what the primary there is (laughs) go bullets the newest term that
0: i've I've come to really adore is amosexual
1: yeah i've heard about that
0: (laughs) or amophilia Jesus Christ Huge fan of that Which, you know well, yeah, you,
1: They'll kill each other off,
0: hopefully For you first time listeners We talked about it some on the last episode We're both southern dudes We grew mm-hmm. up around guns and stuff like I'm this I'm very comfortable around guns yeah. Absolutely I've fired guns many mm-hmm. times in my life And I've enjoyed the, the, mm-hmm. the products of their efforts By eating venison And also oh, yeah. shooing off uh, predators from my livestock and so on
1: The predator
0: The predator yeah. He was killing my chickens uh huh. He's all invisible, like the original John Cena, the Predator. You can't see him.
1: <laughs> you can't see me.
0: And then he fucking nails him. Yeah. I would love if he hit that little button on his arm thing and went.
1: That should be the Predator's entrance. Oh, I would love yeah. if,
0: like, before like the bomb goes off that he arms on his on his you know, like arm uh, band That's thing, the music The plays. And he waves his like four fingers in front of his eyes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can't, can't see, see me. me.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> we gotta do the Predator. Actually, we have to do Fuck, that yes. this summer. That's a movie I always think of as hot and sweaty. Yeah, that's a hot and sweaty that's movie. That's a hot, sweaty movie. But Predator is so good. I watched but, it again recently. Yes. Still love it. Holds love up
0: it. entirely, dude. The best, man. Yeah,
1: because I like. Even though the guys are, like, these douchebag, like, alpha males. Yeah. Like, that's sort of the point, is yeah. that they are getting alpha male.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like badass. Predator a lot. I
0: love Predator so much, man. So, that was a long drive, and you saw some, some uh, religious artifacts
1: made of bullets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, saw that. You know, we saw uh, not not many interesting things. Yeah. Mostly, uh, it was a full moon while we were driving, and my wife is a big fan of the moon. She okay. has... Couple of moon tattoos She, she and she her She ever been there? She hasn't mentioned it <laughs> But she may have I've never asked Maybe that's one of those things That like you can't tell people Unless they ask Okay Like being yeah. a Freemason. Like, yeah be one, like, ask one, Yeah something. <laughs> um, but she's a big fan of the moon And we were driving east So as the moon was coming up oh rad. It was like right ahead of us It was full and there were, there were no lights Like if you're in west Texas on the 10 yeah. There are no lights Like no street lights, no houses, nothing And so there's just this bright moon It was really pretty um, Beyond that we had some great Memphis barbecue at Cozy Corner. Ooh. If you're in Memphis, go to Cozy Corner. Good stuff. Good great call. banana pudding. Oh. if it's a barbecue joint, it got damn better. Well, had have banana, some pudding. Good banana pudding. Yeah, exactly. They had banana pudding and sweet potato pie. Two things you need. Yeah, you need that to cool down after a hot ass barbecue. Yeah. Um. Beyond that, we didn't. It was. It was a really boring drive. What Would you listen to? Did you listen to anything? good? A lot of podcasts. Yeah. We listened to. My wife loves How Did This Get Made because she. It's great. My wife has a list. Of I think I've mentioned this before, a list of guys that she is super into. Sure. Andy I'm number one. She oh, always obviously, says that. yeah, yeah. Well Davy Stranger is Davy Stranger's one. up there. Yeah. Um she's uh a really into Andy Sandberg. Okay. I can't blame her at all. No, really into Nick Kroll. Okay, yeah, awesome. and really into Jason Manzucas. Okay. She loves those dudes. She likes a funny guy. She likes a funny man. Good yeah. Good thing. So, uh, we listened to a lot of, uh, how did this get made? Here's, (laughs) my wife is what you might call savage as fuck. uh Uh-oh, look out. She doesn't like anything, honestly. Like, she hates, if if my wife likes you, you have done something amazing. That's the same with my wife. She hates everything. Um, if my wife likes something, something miraculous has happened. So, um, she hates live episodes of podcasts. yes. She hates audience interaction. Okay, yeah. A lot of times on podcasts, it is annoying. You can't hear what they're fucking saying and shit. But I also understand. If you go to a live show, you kind of hope that there's some interaction. Yeah, sure. I get it. Um, She also hates the uh, newer uh, How Did This Get Made theme song. I don't know if I've heard it. It's, it's the rap version. Okay. Yeah, which yeah. I think is great. All right. She hates it. She just skips it. She she would skip audience questions. She would skip everything. We would end up listening to like 30 minutes of the podcast. Wow. She is savage. She don't give a fuck. Did they cover anything good? Yeah. Uh, we listened to the uh, Ninja Terminator episode with Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobs. Awesome. That had oh. to be fantastic. Yeah. It was really great. Um. We uh, we checked out, I think, the Wraith episode. The Wraith is so fucking <laughs> awesome. So, for you guys that, that haven't seen
0: that movie, it's an 80s flick yeah. that makes no fucking sense at all. And Charlie Sheen's kind of in it. Kind of, sort of yeah. in it. And also, uh, fucking uh, Clint, Clint Howard, Howard yeah. <laughs> with ridiculous awesome hair. In you movie.
1: lose the race, you, you lose, lose your car. car. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: the it's the fucking best. It's the dumbest movie. So, it was on Netflix for like several. Yeah, months it was on there for a while over this yeah. summer, maybe like six months or so. And uh, my wife. Uh-huh. She has this habit of sometimes falling asleep on the couch. When like,
1: Netflix usually... just keeps playing? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh.
0: Well, the thing is, is like she usually goes to bed around midnight. I usually go to bed around like 3 or 4 in the yeah, morning some yeah, my work and mind, stuff. Yeah. And so it kind of became this thing that, you know, she'd fall asleep on the couch mm-hmm. around 11 or 12 or something like that. And I'd be like, well, I need to get up and go make some videos or play guitar or learn some mm-hmm. songs or practice yeah. a set list or whatever.
1: Do something.
0: Yeah, but I was like, I need to leave the TV on just to keep that... You know, white noise going so she'll stay it asleep. It is helpful, yeah. So I would always for this period of like six months I'd always turn the Wraith on. Okay. Every single time.
1: So she'd wake up and just be like what the fuck is this? Exactly.
0: <laughs> or like I'd come in because it'd be time for me to go to bed and I'd come in and she'd still be watching the Wraith and I'd wake her up and I'd be like are you watching this
1: again? I was like, "Gosh, you love this movie!" <laughs> She's like, "What?" That's a prank I, like, I can get behind. You're watching The Wraith again. <laughs> You're just gaslighting your, your wife. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: like this is the third time this week, honey. Yeah. This is crazy. He's gonna end up in an insane you asylum. Love this just movie. Just ranting
1: about The, the Wraith.
0: <laughs> that super sick car. Uh huh. <laughs> the Wraith is awesome. I gotta listen to the episode about that. I'm sure it's. It is this. really
1: good. It's re- it, uh, it has Tim Baltz, who is in uh, a show that I love, Bajillion yeah. Dollar Properties. Okay. Um, he's also in a show. Can't remember the name of it, where he plays a therapist, which is also really good.
0: Our dear friends over at Say You Love Satan also have an episode about the race. Oh, do they? yeah, okay. which I highly re- recommend. Check out. Go check her out. Yeah, great show. Uh, I've been listening a little bit to. Uh, actually, again, Kate started listening to this, but I just overhear it and be like, "This sounds hilarious." So uh-huh. Macaulay Culkin has a podcast. Oh, does he? Called Bunny Years. I'd I would listen to it, and it's fucking awesome.
1: That sounds good. Yeah. It is
0: basically like just a whole podcast of exactly what we're doing right now. Just bullshit. It's just him and like two other dudes and they just bullshit. They have no plan. Mm -hmm. They just start recording and bullshit. Remember
1: back in the the day when like, uh, when tabloids determined how we felt about people. Absolutely. so Because no, they don't anymore? Yeah, Macaulay Culkin stopped being a cute eight year old boy, and everybody was like, he's gone off the deep end. <laughs> he divorced his parents. <laughs> yeah, because his parents were using him. Like, what the fuck do <laughs> you might, mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Imagine your life being that complicated. The at good son. He Ledgered him. You fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> his podcast is really good, though. Like, no. he is
0: totally just like. You'd think that he grew up in some, like, alternate dimension because he was a humbling kid and all this shit. Yeah. Kind of shit. He is totally just another fucking 80s yeah, kid. Yeah, I've heard that. Like, He's is... just a normal dude. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. they were talking about fucking Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, like, all this deep cut shit. That's some good shit. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. So definitely give his podcast a listen to. Okay. Time. It's got some really good stuff on there. Um, I also just started listening to Ready Player One. Oh, okay. On audiobook, which mm-hmm. I think I mentioned maybe an episode yeah. or two ago. It's coming
1: out soon-ish. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm
0: trying to read this book. It's fucking awesome already. Yeah. Like I'm barely into it, and it's fucking rad. Dude. That's great. Yeah, so I definitely recommend checking that out sometime. I'm listening to it on Audible. You can get an Audible subscription yeah. in 10 10 or
1: dead dead lovely promotion. 69. I wish that was a thing. I, you know, actually, it could be a thing. You know, what, Audible promotions. I'm pretty sure, just like Amazon promotions, where yeah. you just sign up. Yeah, exactly. You, you just have it, yeah, bro.
0: That's it. <laughs> well, Stephen, I want to do something special to welcome you to the great state of, uh-huh. of Tennessee. Welcome you back,
1: I should say. As oh, you shit. Are, are you going to beat up a black person? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, driving, okay, driving through Memphis, uh, we stopped at Cozy Corner. Cozy Corner yeah. is in uh, the not-rich part of Memphis, okay. the poorer area. Cozy Corner uh, is at an area right where the interstate sort of turns from 70 suddenly to 55. Oh, okay, yeah. In a black neighborhood. Okay. And there were six cops waiting right at the area Holy where shit. it turned 55 with their speed guns out. Just Whoa. so you know, racism's real. They just do waiting. just wait to, for a black person to kind of fuck up. Wow. Yep. It's fucked up. And right after Memphis, you pass Nathan Bedford Forest National Park. Okay, that's yeah. Wow. Founder of the KKK still has a national park in Tennessee. You, you don't say.
0: Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. West Tennessee <laughs> what yeah
0: I'm telling you guys for the, for you guys that don't know like East Tennessee is not West Tennessee Middle Tennessee and West Tennessee Can, might as well be three different states
1: might as well be three different states yeah
0: it's ridiculous like the, yeah. the difference in mm-hmm. literally everything
1: seriously when I I see a rebel flag here it's like you're an invader you know that right like, yeah the people here didn't want that no and, uh-huh. never, and never never wanted, wanted to join the Confederacy
0: well so. I want to I want to welcome you here with something on a, on a very positive note hell yeah that I've mentioned on, on other episodes too so so, here in Tennessee, we have a brewery in Nashville called Bearded Iris.
1: Bearded Iris. You've been telling me about this. Yeah.
0: And they have a beer called the Homestyle IPA. And it's kind of hard to get. You don't usually find it in Plentiful Supply. Okay. Not exactly cheap, but completely worth it in every possible way. It is Shit. one of right. one of my favorite IPAs. Go ahead and extend that glass so I can pour okay. this without it frothing up here.
1: So we are both holding microphones All here. All right. Now, it Ooh. says on the can that it is soft. Mm-hmm. It is juicy and I can't see that third word but I bet I bet it's something great. Uh it is mosaic. Oh, that's a type of hop I reckon. Yeah.
0: Just li- hey, just like I like him, am I right? Soft, juicy, juicy. and mosaic. mosaic. I like my
1: beer like I like my women, soft, juicy and mosaic.
0: Mosaic. Complex.
1: I like a complex woman.
0: Now, you'll notice that this is coming out with a very... It just looks like a glass of maybe unfiltered orange juice. Yeah, it is unfiltered. It's got that nice, like, cloudy haze to it. But it's...
1: What is it? It's a a golden color. Yeah. Yeah. Light
0: head on top of there. Let's go ahead and toast this thing right here. Toast. Clinkity clink. And it's... Let's find out about it. Bellissima. Wow. Isn't that great? Wow. It's got this, like... Up front, it's kind of got this uh, this sort of creamy citrusy thing going on, and on the back half of the aftertaste, there's this peppery grapefruity Juicy thing. Right, is accurate too. That's the best way to yeah. describe it.
1: Yeah, it does. It has peppery grapefruit after, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, man, that is. It's so immensely drinkable and delicious. Wow. I'm a gigantic fan. So see. You guys obviously had some great beers out there in the West yeah, Coast. Yeah,
1: the West Coast got a lot of great beers, yeah. And
0: this is obviously very much inspired by our West
1: Coast kind of style IPA. Yeah, but... but you I can mean, still
0: get some goodness around here.
1: Yeah, you can get a lot of great beers around here, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I've uh, I've known that for a while. I remember uh, before we moved, I had really gotten into Highland Brewing Company, which yeah. is in uh-huh. Asheville. Mm-hmm.
0: They've, they've actually come out with some stuff recently They're that's you, amazing. It's yeah. one called the Southern Sixer IPA. Yeah. It's fucking rad. Okay. I
1: have to try that. Yeah.
0: It's kind of got like a little bit of like a... It describes it on the bottle this way, and it's totally true, but it has like kind of that sort of piney, resiny sort mm-hmm, of taste, mm-hmm. but it's also got this really weird kick of like green pepper, too. Okay. Which sounds like it would make no sense, but no, you have like it, that. and you would be like, it's a very specific element of the green pepper flavor. Uh-huh. It's fucking good, man. Yeah.
1: Um, I might just be really in love with beer let me tell you my first beer experience story real quick i would love to hear it i was five
2: <laughs> yeah this is fun
1: Start young. all right uh a little background in case you're just tuning in because you're a big urban legend fan <laughs> in which case <laughs> you're going to be real disappointed <laughs> in a little bit that's really sucks yeah um <laughs> if you're just tuning in for the urban legend though uh I at one point, my mom uh, had a boyfriend who lived in a house that was a, a basement with mm-hmm. a roof on it. Yes, because he had started building a house and then his dad got sick and his dad owned a large farm and he worked in a factory, so he would uh, he would go work the farm in the morning, mm-hmm. work all day, then go work in the factory at night. Is that kind of how hobbits live? Yeah, he, is it basically like a, he was uh, in the basement? side of a hill? Ben, I'm not kidding. You. This is a hobbit hole. It was a hobbit hole. It was it was a it was a cinder block hobbit hole <laughs> with an aluminum roof and a coal burning stove. We lived there. He rode Harley's and he fought pit bulls. I'm not supporting that. Just so you know, urban legend fans. <laughs> I don't think that's cool at all. Dollywood Steve fucking, says no. Yeah, don't abuse your dog. <laughs> don't even, you know, be mean to your dog. Just fucking, they're dogs. They love you. Don't get your dog a nose yeah. piercing urban legend. Fuck urban legend. <laughs> um, anyway, so we lived there, and he, he worked his ass off yeah. all the time, so he liked to have a party, and his friends were all bikers and pit bull fighters. Like you do. And so, uh, they'd come over and have these big, uh, parties. And of course there were beers everywhere and kegs and things like that. Yeah. Uh, this boyfriend, by the way, one time appeared in Easy Rider magazine, Taking a Piss. <laughs> That's Just the most to... awesome
0: quote yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah.
1: I don't want to mention his name, but I guarantee <laughs> you I could drive to his house right now. I It's it's not far from here. It's that in rules. Talbot, Tennessee. At my uh, birthplace. Yeah. Then? All right. I lived there for a large portion of my life. <laughs> um, I Take could drive to is. his house right now, knock on the door. He probably looks the same as he always did because he was bald even then. Sweet. Um, anyway. The bald, the bald never age. Like, the they early don't. bald, they don't yeah. age. This yeah. Is yeah if thing. you're going to go bald, guys, just think about this. You're going to look the same age for, like, 30 years. Yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Dunzo. Um... So anyway, there are all these beers laying around, and of course, I didn't know about the pit bull fighting, because I was only like five. Yeah. Um, but I thought these were the coolest guys ever, because they had big, loud motorcycles, which, as I... Uh, by guy's the time I one. was 14, I was like, that's not cool at all. mm hmm Loud motorcycles? People are trying to have a fun day, and then your ass comes along Ugh. with your loud-ass motorcycle. Whatever. Hard pass. Anyway, so... Uh, there are all these beers laying around, and everybody was passed out, and so I, I grabbed a beer. Yeah, and I, it was a Budweiser. Okay, Full king auto, of beers. King you of started beers. started with the king. Yeah, I, I opened it up, started drinking, and just started chugging it because I loved it immediately. <laughs> immediately, like, I was like, like drinking this toast. Is so good. <laughs> and now, when, if I drink a Budweiser, like by the way, Budweiser. Um, gets a bad rap if, if you're talking about uh-huh. cheap beers Budweiser is better than Miller Lite to me it's better it's than it's fine it's better than uh you know Michelob or uh, or something like that
0: I think for like a super
1: cheap like bottom of the barrel super cheap, cheap. yeah bottom and, of the barrel and
0: I'm even gonna say PBR doesn't count PBR doesn't count yeah PBR is just water that it's just PBR yeah, yeah. yeah. I, if I'm going super cheap I'll probably get a taste of the Rockies Okay, I'll you probably like cook your ass.
1: <sighs> but it's so low low alcohol.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like honestly, like like a Bud or a Bud Light or anything. It's it's really honestly all about the same. Yeah, just toss a lime in it. That helps. Yeah, it really does. It does help. Um, so you had yeah. a beer and you're like,
1: this got good to me. Yeah, at five, I was like, this is really good. You and were so, riding with the king. I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't become a five-year-old. I wasn't Drew Barrymore. I didn't become okay. an alcoholic at a, at a small age, but it did give me a positive view of beer. Okay. And so when I was a teenager and it was party time, yeah. excellent, mm-hmm. um, I already was super into it, like it's the high. idea of drinking beer. So, you know, you have like, uh, I had my natural ice phase. Oh yeah. Me yeah. and my friend Brian would, uh. Give his uncle money to go buy us a case of natural ice (laughs) on a Friday night.
0: This was fifteen. That was fifteen at this point. We
1: just fucking down that shit. But I I started hanging out with uh, friends from high school who knew a bit better beer i was introduced i remember to pete's wicked ale okay yeah that was my first micro brew that i was gonna say i think that that is actually one of the first like you know quote unquote
0: nice beers or craft beers that i ever had was was a pete's wicked yeah. yeah I don't think I liked it back then, but I do think that was one of the first ones.
1: Yeah, I had a Pete's lemon shandy that I liked. Also, uh, Killian's Irish Red, we thought was great back then. Now I'll tell you, "Eh, man. Fine. If you're going to a gas
0: station, though, like your average shitty backwoods gas Mm -hmm. station, yeah,
1: Killian's might be the best. It's actually
0: probably best you can get there. Although I will say, man, like I don't know what the deal is, but. You can stop at about any Wiggles around here uh-huh. and at least get like sweet water. Sweet
1: water's good. Like decent
0: stuff. Yeah. Like it's not like the best. Like ever. Like the four
1: twenty IPA yeah. is pretty great. Yeah. I actually
0: like the regular IPA better than the oh, 420. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. That pineapple one going coastal was pretty good too. Uh-huh. Going coastal is good. But yeah. they have that at like some gas stations around here now, yeah. so that's cool.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I I, I got into micro brews pretty early. I've been I've been a big fan of beer my whole life. Yeah. Welcome to Beer and Lovely. <laughs> we also we had a fan recently recommend we do Dead and Ramen. I, I've oh. been I've been messaging with him. Tell with me ramen more recipes. Uh, yeah. I I gosh I should have pulled up his name. I feel bad. I apologize. Uh, Dead and Ramen recommender. But we
0: love you. We
1: love you. Yeah. Actually, we have a lot of fans who love our food talk, and mm. I agree with them mm. talking about food. Food's the best. I use it all the time. Yeah. I've used it I like used two or three several, times a day Several times a day I think Yeah, like Several, three, about three Couple to
0: tree Couple to tree a day <laughs> That's awesome, so you guys have been some ramen recipes, huh?
1: Yeah, ramen. Uh I'm a huge fan. Now listen, I'm just gonna give my standard ramen recipe. Alright, I wanna hear it, this. I've is, never made this a This is not traditional. And I'm I'm not a tradition person. You chart you start with Maru Chan. I start that's where I go. I start with Maruchan. <laughs> I uh, I throw in some oregano. Oh god. Tight. That's, that's some shit right there. I throw a sriracha and make it Thai. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually that is what I do I do kinda go tie with it. I um I like to I, I like to make my own broth, just mm-hmm. like we talked about before, chicken bones, etc. Yeah. Um, after that, I like to throw in uh, about two teaspoons of sesame oil. Okay, get that, love that get that toasty. Yeah, get that going at about medium yeah. heat. Then I throw in about two inches of grated ginger. Okay, yeah. Really sweat that for a, a couple minutes and mm-hmm. toss in about, I like, I know most people would go less than this, but I go about a, a tablespoon mm-hmm. of chili garlic paste. Okay, yeah. Get that going Some in sambal there. Oliek. Yeah. Huge fan. Exactly. Yep. Toss in a, a quarter cup of uh, um, soy sauce. Yeah. Then um, just let that... Kind of merry for yeah. about a minute, get it going. Okay. Then you toss in your chicken stock. I, I go five cups of chicken stock and then I add a cup of water. God, the only reason good. is I'm going to boil it down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's no reason to add water if you're just going to use it as is. Correct, yeah. I'm going to boil it down and get those flavors going together. And then as it goes, about the last two minutes, I yeah. throw in a, a teaspoon of fish sauce. Oh, yeah. Give it some and stank. Then, yeah, give it some stank. <laughs> Now I let that let I, I let that go about 20 minutes and Then I, I filter it Get all that shit out Get sure. all the ginger Get all the, the you, symbolic you out You do that through like a chili uh, Sorry, cheesecloth kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, like I, use, I, use, I have a really tight sieve I okay. tight. get all that stuff out I then make my noodles and stuff and Make my egg now, with a
0: noodle, is that something you get, uh, like, a freshly prepared?
1: Do you go with a dried noodle or what? I go with dry noodles because it's easier. Yeah. I would love, because fresh noodles aren't that hard to make. No. But it is, it is a specialized process. It's a process, process, yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah. I'm, I, I just don't like working with flour that much. Do you usually just grab them right off of
0: Justin Timberlake's head and yeah. throw them right in the pot? Yeah, I,
1: I go back to 1998, and I take yeah. Justin Timberlake's hair. Yeah. And I boil that shit up for about five so minutes. So crunchy. So crunchy. Damn. But yeah, you make you make a seven-minute egg, uh, you know, okay, uh, yeah. a marinated chicken thigh maybe, slice that up. What you gonna marinate that in? Uh I here's where I go Thai. I like to marinate it in symbolic and um lime juice. Yeah. And then slice that, put it on top. Uh God a damn, bit. that sounds good. Now, because you feel the, the 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 soup is gonna be spicy. Yeah. Because of all the symbolic, But you you, you sieved it out You yeah. filtered it out So I had a little Like teaspoon back in nice. Just to sort of mix it in Oh yeah uh, Some green onion I was gonna say You put some scallion On that thing Put some green onion On there mm. Boom man You got a fucking meal And it'll knock out Any sinus issues You have Because <laughs> oh, of all that yeah. ginger Yeah 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 So good And then I hit it with A little lime God that sounds uh, Fucking awesome Break
0: that yolk And you're probably it. Talking about something That costs like Maybe a dollar a bowl Or it something It really day. is so cheap Yeah So fucking cheap that's, like, uh, my wife makes pho, you uh-huh. know, as I mentioned before. We got, like, a whole freezer full of, like, pho stock right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, every... It takes every, you know, ounce of of, of power in my being to, to not, not just, just eat drink pho it? every day. Yeah, I actually
1: have had that happen, where oh, so I ran out of noodles, but I had a, enough of that soup left. Yeah, I like, just well, I'll it. just have this. I'll have a soup. <laughs> and, yeah, it's like It was a said. shame day, whatever. <laughs> but it's, like... With that with
0: that kind of content of of just all those spices and uh-huh. a whole bunch of fucking sriracha and stuff in there just destroys any sinus issue. Yeah. Any it's a healing food. But it fe-
1: it really fe- it feels like coming home, man. Yeah, it's dude. like it's like walking out of the cold into a nice heated home. Hell yeah. yeah. It's so like good. walking straight
0: into hell.
1: Like walking straight into hell. <laughs> I think
0: that's how you have to say it. It's the fucking best and I love it. So 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 much, man. Yeah, it's the best. So That's yeah, awesome. This I gotta is try an amazing that amazing beer, by the way. Way to go, bearded iris. I'm glad you're digging it, man. Yeah, I know that I do. There's a couple places in town that have this on tap.
1: Now is this is this a vaginal meaning of some sort? Is you know iris? the
0: the bearded iris is the Tennessee state
1: flower of Tennessee. It is. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's also quite vaginal. It is. The iris is a very vaginal thing. Yeah. 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 So bearded iris. Good on you. Yeah. Way to go. Uh, I'm also stoked to hear, speaking of girl power, that yes. apparently a whole
0: bunch of women's buying that Weinstein company. Fuck
1: yes. Goddamn fuck right.
0: Yeah. So I think this is sick because ever since the Harvey Weinstein shit, yeah. fuck that piece of shit. Yeah, but like ever since this happened, it's like every time that I watch a movie that says the Weinstein Company, I'm like, Egh. yeah, it does kind of it, it's uh. tainted. Like we
1: talked about that when we did From Dust Till Dawn, which yeah. is the only Weinstein Company thing we've done so far. Yeah,
0: but it's like now that like a whole bunch of women's owning it, I'm yeah. like, fuck, yeah, yeah.
1: It makes me feel better about it. Now that money is going to hopefully, hopefully something good, something positive. And I mean, just because women own something doesn't mean that they're going to do positive things with it. Could I mean, be look true. at uh, look at the the, the female. Owners of Walmart, who are oh, terrible, horrendous people. That's Look at very Betsy true. Betsy DeVos, who owns a lot of money. <laughs> Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh. Being a woman doesn't make you a good person, but... <laughs> There's
0: probably a better chance.
1: Yeah. <laughs> probably.
0: So we hope the best for the future of the Weinstein uh-huh. Company. Tonight was also the Oscars, too, and apparently... I didn't, well, I didn't watch Oscars or anything No, my wife's watching them Apparently, Del Toro won Movie of the Year for the he, won dir- he
1: won Director, too He won Best to Director, fuck. too
0: Which I'm so stoked about Because I think That's the, the last time movie, yeah. yeah, the last time that like anything remotely horror-related Won a Best Picture was like Sons of the Lambs yeah. and What was that, like 91, 92?
1: 92 um, and Jordan Peele won best screenplay For Get Out but That's, that's yeah. a horror movie I mean, we're, That's a Water straight a monster up horror movie, movie. Yeah. Get Out is a straight up horror movie So, And we did an episode about that recently Yeah so. recently go check it out You guys should go and check mm-hmm. that out It's a very good episode so, I remember some of it
0: Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Today though we're going to have a very bad episode Oh, right, yeah. Well, actually, it'll be a great episode because people love when we shit all over movies, so <laughs> <laughs> this won't be a hard one to listen to for you the, guys. The main subject we're talking about today isn't just Tennessee or
0: delicious beer or a mm. Raymond noodle. It's going to be about Urban Legend from, what was it, 1998? Is that right? Yeah, 98 September 25th, 98. it came out. And um, I had never seen this movie before. It's my first time watching it. Uh, you'd seen it before, right? I'd seen it.
1: I saw it, I believe, in the theaters, though. Yeah. I was probably drunk. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Maybe doing some finger blasting or something. <laughs> that was Jurassic Park three. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I almost got in a fight with a girl at half baked I, I didn't know she was a I girl.
0: <laughs> you well, it's cause you don't assume gender, do you?
1: Well, yeah, that's exactly what You're happened. Of the curb. Was I was okay. I mean <laughs> me and my cousin Casey and his girlfriend and my cousin buddy. <laughs> And um, our friend Harold, we decided to go see Half-Baked, Fully-Baked. Yeah, uh, like you do. And we also took some Mickey's Hand Grenades in. Oh,
0: do some good old hand grenades, yeah. hell yeah. Uh,
1: two of us were 16, the others were 14. <laughs>
0: Continue your theme of yeah. underage drinking.
1: Sat in the way back. Um, too drunk to speak before the movie started. <laughs> Sat down a Mickey's Hand Grenade that rolled from the back all the way to the front was <laughs> that musical loudly jingle, loudly just ding, 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 <laughs> crash. that's awesome and i remember at a certain point shouting play the fucking movie <laughs> good for and, you uh, and uh someone in the front started shouting shut up and i was <laughs> like fuck you and they were like fucking bring it and, and i was, I was like, like
0: are you a girl and i she was like mom like, it's my birthday shut up <laughs>
1: She was like, Yeah, what? And I was like I'm sorry. Never mind then <laughs> I listen, ladies, I'm an equal opportunity hitter, I guess. Is that a good thing? No. Of I course know. I Of course I didn't want to fight a woman. That was a bad idea.
0: You were just Andy Kaufman in it.
1: That yeah, would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah, like just having a a, a wrestling match. Mixed gender wrestling match. I mean, but that was, the, that was the thing. His joke was that he beat up on women, Yeah, which now we think back, and the joke really was that women couldn't possibly have beaten him. Correct. But now we live in a world where the women's uh, division of WWE is, is the Pretty best. Pretty badass, yeah. Uh, we have uh, badass women in UFC. Hell yeah. There's no real joke to nope. that anymore. Now it's Not just... Really.
0: No, it's just, he's That's a confusing just... person.
1: <laughs> he was a confusing. He was just a confusing person. I, listen, when somebody tells me Andy Kaufman's their favorite comedian, I'm like, oh, cool, I'll just not talk to you anymore. It's just confusing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he did that Mighty Mouse thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's funny. Well, we're going to talk about
0: <laughs> Urban Legends today, which here's some spoilers for you guys about our review. I know that there's a lot of people out there that, like, really love this movie, and I'll be honest, going into it, as as a sucker for anything that reminds me of my formative teenage years in the in the you know late '90s, early uh-huh. 2000s and stuff, yeah, I really figured that I would like it because even yeah. like when whatever we did, Final Destination, a couple
1: months ago on our show, yeah, like, you weren't you weren't as down on it as I was. Yeah,
0: like I enjoyed it because I was like, oh my god, like this totally reminds me of fucking being you know 14 or 15 or something. So I expected to like this movie if nothing else, just for like nostalgia reasons. Yeah. and it it really, really, really fucking sucks. It's it a does. it's a terrible movie that that it's a makes a terrible movie full to of no
1: sense, full of every actor you could imagine from the '90s.
0: Exactly, and that's the weird thing about this movie. Um, and that's sort of what I want to talk about before we get into the flick right here. Is how strange it is that this movie contains such a high saturation of talent. Yeah, uh, but was still a horrible movie. But I do want to spotlight. That there are some really highly talented quality actors yeah. and actresses Brad Dorf's in this, this movie. Yeah, there's yeah, Brad some awesome people in here.
1: He's going to be good and he is. He obviously filmed that I would say in an afternoon. Oh, dude. They totally had him for like five minutes. Yeah, and he was like, okay, I'll do that stutter thing and then I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. So,
0: I want to I wanna talk about how if you want to see some of the people from this movie in some actual good movies, mm-hmm. um, what you should check out. So let's start off with old Jerry Leto, who is in yeah. this flick. He's been in a lot of good flicks yeah. and in 30 Seconds to
1: Mars. That's yeah, true. Uh, quick Jared Leto <laughs> story. Uh, I went to see 30 Seconds to Mars okay. in Knoxville with uh, some friends who were big fans, and they're not terrible. Or at least people first are big album, fans one, of them? They were big fans They weren't terrible They weren't as emo As a lot of the bands That my friends were into At the this time This beer is fantastic It really is It's so smooth Fuck. But like so complex ah. Like it just sits on your tongue And you have to think about it While I it's know. there Yeah it's so great good. Um, So you saw them Were they any good? Um, well here's what happened uh, We were across the street At um, What is that Bar downtown Ah oh, damn it um, Cheers Cheers no, it was across the street. Blue Cats, you know, you know where Blue Cats is? Okay, was? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Barley's. S- is like Barley's. Really we were place. at Barley's, yeah. and Jeralito was there. Oh, shit. Eating, and so... She's stunningly gorgeous. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah. He's shorter than you think, but not, not as short as, say, a Tom Cruise. Okay, That's not Danzig. Yeah, All he's right. no yeah. Danzig. Um, so, uh, we were sitting, actually, at the table over, and I was like, I'm just going to go say hi. Yeah. Uh, I don't... I, I, maybe it's a part of my brain that doesn't work. I, I I'm not intimidated by famous people, so I was like, I'm gonna go say hi. People, yeah. But I stood up, and as I stood up, I guess his manager was sitting nearby, and he was like, "Don't." Really? Like, <laughs> he just said, like, "Don't." Yeah, and he was like, "Don't," and I was like, "Oh, sorry." I was just gonna say, he's like, he's eating with his family, and I was like, "Okay." And, and I sat done back and done. down. Yeah, done. Uh, but then we went and we waited by the entrance, and my friend Nick grabbed his ass as he walked up <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was hilarious. So I there agree. is that. Yeah, that was fun.
0: Got a handful of Lito's. A ass. handful of
1: Lito ass. Yeah.
0: Jordan, uh, fuck, what was his name on my so-called Jordan Kalind.
1: Yeah. Kalindo. J- Kalindo, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah
0: on that what's your favorite movie that leto's in other than fight suicide club. Squad? It's fight club oh yeah fight oh. club for sure i it, thought it suicide it's squad. definitely
1: suicide squad i mean i just don't want to have to talk <laughs> every episode about how much i love suicide Squad. Squad. <laughs> Fuck Suicide oh squad. it's so bad jesus christ so fight club is your jam of jams yeah fight club is is uh, was a, a defining movie for me for yeah, a long time absolutely in the book yeah. too like yeah the- i yeah i read that book yeah. i just fucking devoured it um uh, it was Fight Club and The Matrix. It really just warped my brain for a long time. Sure,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely uh, so.
1: That was also the period where I was really into LSD in high Sick. school. So, um, <laughs> lots of things expanding your your yeah, mind at that but, time. But uh, his, his role <laughs> in Fight Club, like it's it's one of those things that I think about all the time. Like the bleach blonde guy. Yeah, he's the bleach blonde guy. But he, like, so like his experience of that was. Edward Norton was his friend and really liked him, and then yeah. beat the ever-living shit out of Destroyed him for him. no absolute reason. Yeah, yep. and I, that's been my experience with a lot of male relationships. Like that's yeah. what Fight Club is about. That it's is about male absolutely relationships. Absolutely, what Fight Club is about. Yeah. Absolutely, because so. I've I've had like in my teenage years had fist fights yeah. with friends, and totally. it's just like the next day, like who, who cares? Yeah, it's no big deal. Absolutely. But yep. that's exactly also the problem with Fight Club is that it's a a real high school mentality yeah. for adulthood. Well, I mean, that's the
0: thing about Fight Club is like it, and I absolutely adore Fight Club. I think yeah. the movie, and I think it's one of the best book-to-movie translations that's, oh, yeah. that's ever absolutely. been made. So good. It, it offers up a lot of observations, I think, about about male relationships, especially father-to-son male relationships. Mm-hmm. Just offers observations, not really solutions. Uh-huh. And that's just kind of how it is. Yeah It's awesome And he's awesome And he doesn't have a huge part But he's really awesome dude I watched him recently In Old Blade Runner 2049 Oh yeah mm-hmm. Playing a part that was actually Originally written to be David
1: Bowie Oh okay which, That's actually yeah. I mean That's not a huge I mean Cause David Bowie Was a good actor Yeah Not a great actor uh-huh. Jared Leto Is a great actor in, in some roles In other roles It's like I don't know If you were in the same movie As everybody else But um but he, he does have the look and the sort of vibe, I guess. Yeah. I, I can see how you would jump from that to there.
0: And I got to mention him in Dallas Buyers Club. Was oh, just yeah. Fucking he was
1: dedicated to that role. And Dude, really good, yeah. that
0: movie was phenomenal. Like, I, yeah. I, I knew going into it, like, all that I knew was, yeah, it's like a movie about people who have AIDS.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was like, man, this is going to be depressing as fuck. Yeah. So I kind of, like, put off watching it for a really long time. Uh-huh. Then we finally did sat down to watch it, and I was like, "God damn, this movie is amazing! It's it's so much more I don't hopeful." I'd say, it. yeah, hopeful and it's watchable. More hopeful than it's yeah, been
1: watchable. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, it was Oscar bait in some sense, but it's also like it's written so that you can watch it and be like, you yeah. get the message yeah. instead of just being depressed the whole time. You totally. get the message that like these are people who just want to fucking live. Like, yeah. let's. Get the drugs out there. Let's do the research. Make it available. And his role in
0: it too, man, is phenomenal. He really, really, yeah. really committed a character and all yeah. that stuff. Really good. I think that Lido's a really talented actor. Of course, he's also in like um, American Psycho and a yeah. ton of yeah, other stuff too. Played that role too. in American
1: Psycho well. And My
0: Cellulite Life is fucking awesome. Life. Yeah. Now
1: you mentioned Brad Dorf earlier. Child's play. Good stuff. Fuck yeah. And
0: he is. Dream worm tongue. He's like uncredited in this movie. You won't even find him on the IMDb credits or anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's an uncredited role. He's just in the intro of the movie, and that's all. Yeah. And actually, while I was watching it, Brad Dorff is kind of one of those guys that I never recognize in movies, which makes no sense because he has such a distinct look about him. But like, it was only. Dude, I think it was when we did our Child's Play episode that uh-huh. I realized he was Grima Wormtongue in Lord yeah. of the Rings. And I was like, what the fuck? That's Chucky? Yeah. I had no idea. And of course, one flew over Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, he's been
1: around forever. He's so good in everything amazing. he does.
0: He's amazing. And I know he's just kind of, to a lot of people, he is the voice of Chucky. But he is a fantastic actor. He is by mm-hmm. far the best actor in this movie. Yeah. He's, you know, by least His
1: episodes of the X-Files, I think there are two episodes with him in the really? first season. Really? I don't remember. They're See, again, Like
0: I've, I've seen him, but I don't yeah. remember him. Or maybe, maybe it's I just one.
1: Yeah, no, it's just one. It's called Beyond the Sea. Sick. It's an episode of uh, Scully's dad dies. Yeah. And then uh, he he's like this sort of charlatan, but also maybe actually um, spiritualist, like able to communicate with the dead. Time. Or maybe he's just really good at reading people. Okay. But he plays it so well. He's so good at it.
0: That's awesome. Now, we've also got... Our main character here, Alicia Witt,
1: yeah. uh, who you know is what?
0: playing Natalie Simon in this movie. Just for just for reference, we're just going to refer to all these actors and actresses by their actual yeah, names. Yeah, because I don't
1: care about their character Yeah, Yeah,
0: character names are completely trivial in this movie. She, um, I know her immediately from being in Sybil. The, yeah, Sybil. That's series. where, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. had a
1: crush on her because she's very pretty. Totally. Absolutely. But
0: then I realized while looking at her IMDb that she's in Two Weeks Notice. With my main homegirl, Sandra Bullock. (laughs) My first crush. Yeah? Sandra Bullock, yeah, first crush ever. Sandra
1: Bullock's a very pretty woman. Hell yeah, She's talented as shit, too. She really fucking brings... Seems
0: like a cool person. Yeah. I'm I'm down for some Sandy, but I realize that she's the red-haired girl in... Well, she's kind of red-haired girl in everything that she's in. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But in Two Weeks' Notice... Have you seen Two Weeks' Notice? Uh, No. Dude, no way! It's a super fun, just... Easy watch and romantic comedy with some gen- genuinely funny stuff. Old, I like a good romantic comedy. All Hugh Grant's in there. Okay. He's yeah, charming. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good watch. What's your favorite thing she's been in?
1: Uh, Well, she was in Dune. She
0: was apparently in Dune. Was she like a baby in that? Who she was. was. A... She was oh, a baby really? in
1: that. No, she's she's like the young girl who is the speaking in the opening narration, I believe. Okay. Because
0: right? that came out in like 84. And she's yeah. not she's that far from our no. age. No
1: um actually and we're not say, old obviously no i'm a young man uh <laughs> the gray in my hair is dyed. <laughs> um no my favorite thing recently she did was she was on an episode of comedy bang bang the podcast talking okay. about her music and um she's a music she's man. a good singer yeah really yeah check her out i did not know this huh Huh. what about rebecca gayheart what do you rebecca think about her gayheart I know from uh, giving me a crush on a curly-haired girl. Uh-oh. My first out. curly-haired crush. Ooh. Because she was in a lot of stuff that I liked. Like, Noxzema commercials. She was in that knock I love Noxima. It cools <laughs> the face. That's <laughs> helpful somehow. Is that the deal? Yeah. Uh, no, she was in Jawbreaker, which... Jawbreaker is by far the best thing she Came done. out after this. But she was in Scream 2 as well. Like, yeah. She chose some cool roles in the 90s, but she's also in this. But which she's good. In, I actually would argue Rebecca Gayhart is good in this. I'll argue with that on... Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is funny that she ended up being in Scream 2, considering this movie is so... It's so, so scream Dude, it's yeah. just trying so hard to ape Scream. Yeah. Like, ridiculously bad. Yeah. Jawbreaker is a good movie though. Yeah. I like Jawbreaker. I think and it's we're we're player.
1: not we're not dudes who don't know Heathers exist.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, we, it we, is, I love the Heathers. It's totally Jawbreaker is like Heathers light. It's like nineties, late nineties yeah, Heathers. It, it's
1: got that it's got a different feel to it. Yeah. I think it, it's sort of like the bridge between Heathers and Mean Girl.
0: I would say that that is extremely, extremely accurate. Yeah, definitely. Because Heathers is just straight up fucking dark.
1: Yeah. It's it really is. Like like, the humor in it is the absurdity of how dark it is. Yeah. Whereas Jawbreaker, the humor in it is the situation. Like, they thought, you know, we're going to kidnap our friend for a fun yeah. birthday thing. And then, you know, you don't want to fuck up your life yeah. just because you murdered someone. Just because you did that. Oops. What about Tara <laughs> Reid? What do you know about a Tara Reid? Uh, I, I know her voice grosses me out. <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs>
0: I, I know that she's old Bunny Lebowski. She's Bunny Lebowski and Big Lebowski is one of the greatest movies ever made of all time. One of my absolute favorites. And she's also in American Pie, which I haven't watched since American Pie. So, I don't really know if it's any good or not. Actually. I've seen Sharknado. Okay, yeah, she was in that. She it's was the most in that. Thing. Yeah, I did enjoy the Big Lebowski though. That's one of my favorite movies yeah. ever. So, and I always forget that she was in it. Like, I always forget that she is Bonnie Lebowski. That gets
1: her little toe cut off. Yeah, it's, it's... The role is small. Yeah. Even though it's, like, a big part of the movie. Of the like, story. Yeah, yeah. she's Her role is, is not big in it. But she does have that... Like, I don't know why they went to her for, like, overly sexualized roles.
0: Yeah, I know. And I know all kinds of dudes that had, like, the biggest hots for her. When we were, like, teenagers and yeah. stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's fine or whatever, but I just... I never... No, I, I never connected
1: no. with that No No she's not She's not ugly I'm not, no, I'm not, not. claiming she's ugly She's no. just not my type at all.
0: No not my kind of thing No But yeah I was never Into like Britney Spears Or anything like that either but.
1: No Britney Spears Is not my thing I had a friend tell me once That uh Uh He He loved Britney Spears Yeah And, and I was like well, Cause Like okay cause she's pretty And he was like yeah I listen to her CD all the time And I was like Why, why? <laughs> But why <laughs> Can you see her While you listen to the CD <laughs> I <get it. laughs> Can but you see I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. My, my wife's a, a Britney Spears fan. Yeah. I don't dislike Britney Spears. Uh, she's yeah. not a great singer. If you no. listen to any of her tracks without any uh, pitch and tuning. Oh, it's abominable. She's sure. not a good singer. But do you love Toxic? I love a Toxic Slave is, for you. Good dude, one.
0: Toxic is one of the biggest mutts of a song yeah. of all time. And I love it for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about old... Uh, we've got a guy in here... Named Robert England, who uh, one of my what other favorite, one of my other favorite. Oh, you mean podcasts. from the Mangler? Yeah, from the Mangler. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cinema Swirl, one uh-huh. of my other favorite okay. horror movie. Well, they don't do horror movies exclusively. They, do, they just do like UK dudes that uh-huh. do movie reviews. Cinema Swirl is a great show, but they refer to Robert England as Bobby UK. <laughs> Which I love so much. That's great. So, Bobby UK is in this movie, uh, not as Freddy Krueger, who you might know him as.
1: Yeah, what if he was? What if he was just like, I'm Freddy Krueger, Uh, and then he left? (laughs) Bitch.
0: (laughs) I'm here to take attendance, bitch. (laughs) I'd be okay with that. Yeah, he's in this. Obviously, the best stuff that he's in is is the, the Elm Street movies. Specifically, in my book, number one, Elm Street number one is the best.
1: Can you imagine? Just get this idea in your head. Robert England as Freddie yeah. starts a dog grooming service exclusively for female dogs. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, he'd love that. <laughs> you get to say bitch all day long. No repercussions. Um, what about Danielle Harris? She's in this movie. Danielle Harris, as I've said before, had a crush on when we were roughly the same age. She's older than me. Exactly. I had a crush on her in Halloween, but I was younger than her. Halloween 4, when yeah. she was
0: like Maybe 10 or something. It but you I,
1: were younger. I was
0: younger. Not and, and, and my
1: crush was continued in the Halloween remake. Yeah.
0: And in this. Yes. I saw
1: this as a teenager and I was like, yeah, she's hot.
0: Absolutely. Uh, totally agree. Uh-huh. And she is in, like you said, she's in Halloween 4. She's in the Halloween remake. And she's also in Halloween 2 remake. Yeah, right? the Halloween
1: 2 remake too. yeah.
0: Which I've I've never seen. But I remember actually, thinking actually, I what I I love
1: watch. it. I think the Halloween 2 remake is better than the Halloween 2 original
0: the Halloween 2 original I'm not really that nice yeah that's about.
1: exactly the point yeah. yeah Halloween 2 remake fucking takes brutality like cause that's yeah. Rob Zombie I mean you know they're definitely gonna be fans out there who aren't Rob Zombie fans and that's sure. fine but
0: yeah yeah I don't love everything he's done I don't love everything means. he's done right either on.
1: but he's um, he definitely did a great job with Halloween 2 I think
0: right on man and she is a she is a super cutie she really is and a great actress man like her yeah. in Halloween 4 like as a kid yeah she like, really
1: she, man, she did really well as a kid she was I in a, a few show, uh, movies that I really yep. liked uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's mm, Dead was mm-hmm. one my sister and I would watch holy shit she was in that right uh-huh. Free Willy The mm-hmm. Last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis God, and Dave Wayne. dude yeah.
0: she was in all those uh huh Shit, dude. She was
1: that sort of pervasive child actor for a while. Yeah. 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 Damn,
0: good on her, man. She seems like a cool person and stuff, too. We also had that one guy in this movie that was in fucking Dawson's Creek or something.
1: <laughs> Josh Jackson. <Yeah.
0: laughs> he's known as Josh Jackson. Uh, I don't know anything about him. I never watched that show. Did you fringe. watch that shit? He's
1: good in Fringe. Fringe? hmm Okay. Well, I mean, he's not great in Fringe. If you like Josh Jackson, like if you find him charming, which... I can see how you would. Guess. For, for me, he's just a little hit and miss. Yeah. But I like Fringe, mm-hmm. and a Torv is good in it, for sure. So he's one of the main characters. Right sure, on,
0: man. Right on. Yeah, I I don't really know him from anything other than this, because I never really watched any of Dawson's Creek. Or yeah. Any, I never watched any of that shit, man, back when we were teenagers, like fucking Seventh Heaven or Yeah, I didn't know.
1: Like, seventh Heaven, Dawson's Creek, not a Yeah,
0: fan. I was just like, no, I think this is fucking stupid, so I yeah. never watched Charmed. any of it.
1: Give me some more of that. Though.
0: Charmed. I'm okay with charm, yeah, yeah. dude. I'm very. I was okay a huge charm
1: back in the day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So was he on that?
1: No. no. I was just saying I liked it.
0: Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody else in this movie worth mentioning? Is that pretty um, much everybody? There's the Dean guy. He was in the some Dean other guy. Stuff. He was the
1: well manicured man in X-Files.
0: That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um. Somebody else in here was in, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. Uh, oh, maybe-
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum, who also played Lex Luthor in Smallville. Oh, that's him. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. That's cool. Mm-hmm. He was also in an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we also have L- Loretta Divine, who is in far more movies than you can imagine. But
0: you're talking about the, the campus
1: uh, cop lady. Yeah,
0: she... And she's fucking awesome in this movie. Yes, yeah, she one of the is. Best parts. And
1: I, I do think she was the inspiration for Rod
0: and Get Out. I can completely see that. Yep, I can completely see it. just this person that takes their job like way seriously.
1: Yeah, it's a low, low level, um, you know, security job. Yeah, but they just take it super seriously. See themselves as authorities, et cetera. Yeah. So that's the thing about
0: this movie is, as we said, there's some definite great talent on the acting side of things in this flick, Uh, but nobody really gets to do anything very cool in this movie because it's a fucking terrible, terrible movie. And this comes from kind of that dark ages of horror movies that we talked about in the past where we have stuff like Final Destination, and we had, I Know What You Did Last Summer... And all these other super generic ass, you know, late 90s horror flicks that were just basically worthless, kind of just trying to cash in on Scream. Scream, which was a really cool, very inventive... I still love Scream. I think Scream's awesome. Yeah, Scream's
1: great. Yeah.
0: This is one of those movies that just kind of like flopped out in the afterbirth.
1: Yeah. It it tries to be Scream at moments, but it's also scream is kind of a whodunit but it's less of a whodunit than than this movie yeah
0: and i think you mentioned on other shows that you're not really a fan of no. that kind of movie no
1: um that's not a horror movie to me that's a mystery it's a that's mystery a thriller movie. that's not a horror movie yeah and, just because th- people are killed graphically doesn't make it horror
0: and there's a fine line where it's like a lot of our favorite uh giallo films are who done it's like almost yeah. all of argento's classic movies are who done yeah uh, only they do it just so fucking beautifully exceptionally yeah, weirdly are well. Yeah, there far fewer
1: fake outs. I don't oh don't like my god, outs. dude.
0: This movie, holy shit, all the stupid worthless fake outs in this fucking yeah. movie. I will say though, you know, to 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 kind of to put something different on this flick that I want you guys to watch this with. As I began watching this movie,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I got so bored immediately. That I started trying to imagine this movie and reimagine it as I was watching it with just the slightest, the slightest twitch of my imagination. And I actually found that you can watch this movie as a halfway enjoyable piece of Harry Potter fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> with just the, the slightest use of your imagination. So I want to kind of go over some of this stuff right here. Imagine if this was actually a piece of Harry Potter fan fiction called Muggle Myth. Okay, and basically, the premise of, <laughs> of this movie, it would actually start off the same way. Okay. The opening of the film is actually, is actually awesome. Yeah,
1: I liked it. Like, uh,
0: again, going into expecting another shitty, you know, late 90s horror movie. Yeah. The opening is pretty dope, where we got the girl that, like, cruises up to the gas station at night. There's uh-huh. the creepy gas station attendant guy played by Brad Dorff. Uh huh. And you think that he's trying to like lure into the gas station to like he's kill got her or something? He's got a stutter. Yeah, he's a all very convenient and stuttery. stutter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not that ever... I mean, a stutter never stopped like Roger Daughtry from the Who, right? Any number of talented rock uh-huh. singers from or being the awesome. King's Speech. Exactly, that won awards. Oh, dude, he went on to do great things. <laughs> But he lures her in, and you know he's stuttering stuff, so he can't really tell her what he's trying to say. Mm -hmm. She gets back in her car, and that's when he's like, "There's somebody else in the car." Yeah, and this like axe swings in the car. It would have been
1: funnier if he said, "Fuck
0: shit, cock." There's someone in the car. (laughs) (laughs) And the opening of this is pretty dope. And in my Harry Potter alternate universe storyline, that's actually exactly how it would start, because in my in my head, this movie would deal. Um, with the fact that some of these kids entering Hogwarts come from regular public school backgrounds uh-huh. and then they get their Hogwarts letter and they go off to you know, this magical school of witchcraft and, and wizardry. Uh-huh. But just because you go from public school to, to magic school doesn't mean those old rivalries and qualms and stuff you had in the muggle world would, don't would go away. Exactly. So as a Harry Potter fan fiction, it works so well in so many ways okay even just with the slightest bit of imagination so, okay a- again the school setting in the movie is very castle-like uh-huh. I think that's what first set it me is. off and thinking oh it's kind of like Hogwarts uh-huh. this is dope
1: especially that one area where we first see the janitor totally it so much looks like it's the, Ar- and it's,
0: the janitor clearly is Argus Filch yeah like without a doubt that's just yeah, all that he I can is see that He is the creepy, greasy janitor guy. Now, Robert England in this movie plays a guy who's teaching a college class about Uh, urban legend and how it's kind of the, the modern mythology of today and stuff. Now, in the Harry Potter universe, he would be the classic new defense against the dark arts teacher. Yeah who is teaching a class on muggle mythology mm-hmm. and all these you know, uh, superstitious stories about how muggles get killed in the muggle world. We yeah. know from, of course, readings that muggle studies is a huge part of the Hogwarts universe and stuff. Yeah, And like a lot of times when you're like, oh man, the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, that's the bad guy doing all this stuff. Right. There's even that red herring in this movie. Yes, there is. So he would definitely be that character. Um, our main character in this movie... Uh, of course, it would be a Gryffindor. Right. And in this movie, in Urban Legend, she is uh, having to room with Danielle Harris, who is super gothed out. Uh-huh. In my mind, that's just a girl who got sorted into Gryffindor, but she, like, really wanted to be Slytherin.
1: Do you think she got sorted into Gryffindor at 11, and then she turned 14 and got really into, like, goth and shit? I think it could be that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And now she just really, really wants to. Be sl- she'd even settle for
1: Ravenclaw for sure. Oh yeah, she'd just yeah. She'd be like, "Quote the Raven, never more." <laughs> There's just so many ways
0: that this that this could work out this way that I'm kind of thinking of. Um, even stuff like you know all all of the killings and stuff in the movie would happen as uh, instead of urban legend type kills, that would be based on Muggle mythology.
1: Yeah. There's
0: just, there's just so much that you could get into. That, you yeah. know, Jared Leto works for the newspaper. Well, he for the Quibbler. Might as well. Obviously. Yeah. I just, as you guys watch this, if you've never seen this movie before, I want you to rewatch it. Yeah. Thinking to yourself, well, what if this was a Harry Potter movie? I'll, I'll touch on that hopefully several other times throughout the course of our review. Yeah,
1: there's other stuff that yeah. was definitely very Harry potter Very hogwarts yeah. for
0: sure. Um, and like I said, I do like the opening of this movie as it is. I think that it's
1: pretty dope. Yeah, I like that the... uh can't remember her name, but the girl who gets killed. Yeah. I like that she's singing Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah, but fucking turn blood around. Right? Yeah. Yeah, oh,
0: man, she's terrible with it. It's awesome. And I, I do think the kill scene is dope.
1: You get the axe, like, smashing through the glass and stuff. Yeah, I, it cool. doesn't make any sense, though. Not really. You couldn't swing an axe from a backseat of a truck and... and Cut no, somebody's head off like
0: that? Not really. Apparently, like in the original script, she was supposed to be driving like a, a Land Rover.
1: Uh huh. But they so figured out more room.
0: Well, and here's the thing: is they figured out you couldn't really swing an axe in a Land Rover, so they actually changed her to driving the Ford Excursion, which is like the biggest four x four ever made. Uh huh. Because you could swing an axe inside of that. Oh. Kate's dad had one. That thing was huge inside. So it's absolutely true that you could have done that. And after that opening scene, we're also treated to some of the score, which is by Christopher. What's his name? That did the score also for like Hellraiser and, and a bunch of other good. Stuff. My Street too. Christopher Young, I think. Christopher Young, I think that's mm-hmm. correct. And actually, the score to this is, is pretty dope. And kind of following that, yeah. Final Destination and Scream vibe. It's very Alfred Hitchcocky to me. Yeah, this orchestral yeah. kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's not like a stylized. It's kind of a. Classic Hollywood, yeah, poor yeah. kind of score, it's, which is cool to me.
1: Plus, the soundtrack is fun. Dude, you got love roller coaster on there. Bonnie <laughs> Tyler,
0: <laughs> and then of course the absolute best soundtrack bumps come from the best part of the movie, which is Danielle Harris as Tosh, the goth girl. <laughs> Which, like I said, she's totally a uh, somebody who wanted to be sorted into Slytherin. Uh-huh. And every time our main character goes into the room, she's fucking listening to Nine Inch Nails uh-huh. or Filter every uh-huh. single time. And she
1: is on the internet, just like a goth.
0: <laughs> oh, she's dialing up. She's
1: a 1998 goth-ass
0: bitch. Dude, and she's on, like, goth-for-you website, and she's, uh-huh. like, chatting with dudes.
1: Yeah, what are you into? Lithium. Lithium. <laughs> That's so something people take recreationally. You're
0: into reasonably treating your
1: clinical depression. That's pretty cool. You're you into overcoming you your problems. You sound like a relationship type of girl. <laughs> oh no, you just fuck random strangers from the internet. <laughs> oh, no. well, okay, cool. That two, works too. Cool. <laughs> um, Her character is the best part of the movie. Yeah. Without it, I imagine that dorm room stinks because she's always smoking. Every Ugh, time. Oh, also, cloves, have you ever? Obviously. Oh, what else would she be smoking? Um... Have you ever seen one of those old school like gray computers that has been in the home of a smoker? Ooh yeah, it's it like that like gray, brown yellow, yellow color. gray. I- so like the whole time I was like ugh. she's hot but god that would it, that room would stink Everything. that computer would be gross like ugh. How about the fact that her fucking pillowcase and sheets were like black fucking pleather.
0: How nice was Who that be to sleep
1: You know what I want? My face to stick to my pillow. <laughs>
0: That'd be great. Yeah. I want to roll over great. in
1: my pillow to just come with me. Ugh. Ugh. it's so
0: terrible, dude. Yeah. Her character is the best part, and it does make yeah. me sad that she she does die pretty, pretty early, early yeah. in the movie. Cause like every time that she was on screen. Well, okay, I'll also put this out there too, that whenever we watched this, we were uh we got up late we decided to make like a big brunch Uh uh-huh. I decided to go ahead and start drinking some beers
1: what's the time to do it brunch
0: yeah, exactly it was on a Sunday it was Yeah. Go. You got Sunday dude. is
1: the day to drink yeah, in the day drink of the day. is Sunday yeah
0: obviously and so I had like I think I had like a like a Laganese, uh like Maximus or something okay it's pretty good. strong on an good empty stomach good way to start yeah and then we had mimosas
1: uh huh
0: and coffee uh huh so
1: you're just caffeinated to the gills yeah huh?
0: and slippery wet drunk uh huh And so, like, every time that her character would come on screen, I would just giggle uncontrollably. I'd be like, this is the best. She is goth as (laughs) fuck. Oh, she's
1: so angry.
0: Dude, she's mad at something or somebody. Yeah. Who hurt you, I do love it. Who hurt you? (laughs) So, she's the best. And, you know, basically, the the, the central point of this movie is that somebody is killing all these kids Uh in ways that are supposed to be related like, yeah. to urban legends and stuff and yeah. of course you know growing up when we did you know pre-internet yeah urban legend was like the internet before the internet all this stuff yeah. about pop rocks and soda and, yeah you know a uh, bloody mary and uh-huh shit like this like yeah
1: the the stomach punk full of cum yeah, yeah. exactly even mentioned that in the, yes yeah.
0: exactly exactly so and that's kind of a that's a cool thing to sort of base a movie on because,
2: yeah.
0: I've always been fascinated by that kind of thing. I've always wondered like yeah. how do these stories spread? Where do these stories start? Especially in an age before the internet and before texting. I CB mean, radio. CB radios. Yeah, exactly. That's the source. Every,
1: before the internet, you'll remember this. Everyone who was born before the internet, yeah, everyone had a CB radio in their car. Absolutely. And we'd just be like, Hey, where you want to meet at the Sonic Drive-In?
0: Ten Four, Lot yeah. Lizard. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> we would say.
1: 10-4, good buddy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and all these people are being killed by means of urban legend-ish.
1: Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. But
0: not really.
1: Like, yeah. Like, how, how would it ever be reported to anyone that it was urban legend-ish? Yeah. Like, how would anyone know that they did the gang initiation thing? Like, yeah. yeah. Who, is the dead person going to tell them? That's Is what I this don't understand. a world where dead people can talk?
0: That's what I don't understand. Even, even like right there, that's kind of the source of the whole story. I, <laughs> oh man, it's such a fucking mess, dude. And we're introduced to this by the fact that Robert England, Bobby UK, yeah, as he's known, Bobby Ukes. Uh, he's teaching a college course on urban legend, and he's he's trying to dispel you know myths about pop rocks and soda. Yeah. And uh, I, I won. Dude, the
1: hard hitting shit. Oh yeah, the real yeah. stuff. Kid, you bring these kids to college, you blow their fucking mind. <laughs> Mikey didn't die from Pop Rocks, you bitch.
0: Dude, it totally reminded me of being with you at Walter State Community College.
1: It really was similar. It was the same. Yeah, it was very similar. <laughs> Except he was teaching a bogus subject and we were in biology. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and. You know, we got a we got our prankster dude who gets up there and acts like the Pop Rocks and soda are, are killing him yeah. and
1: stuff and It is really dumb. Too many pranks in this movie and as I've said before, I don't I don't care for pranks.
0: No. And there's if a lot a of shitty jump scares. And move stuff. it along. Yeah. Move it on along, buddy.
1: Yeah. Move it along. Remember that song?
0: <laughs> I do. I uh-huh. do remember that song. Emo. <laughs> oh my god. There's some horrible acting in this movie.
1: There's some real bad acting from some people who are good. Alicia Witt is good in other stuff. She's terrible in she's this. She's
0: fucking terrible in this. That's what mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out. Is like I know is that she's not an inept actress, but she
1: I mean she probably looked at the script and was like, I'm not learning these lines. <laughs> it's awful. And yeah. just
0: even some of the lines themselves though, it's like it's easy to put the blame on the actor, but
1: But the lines are
0: bad. They're fucking terrible. Yeah. When you look at some of the actual dialogue on paper, yeah. it's like this is fucking horrible at
1: one point uh, Jared Leto talks about how he's gonna win a student Pulitzer I don't mm. think that's a thing I don't. Think I didn't really look it odd. up but if it is a thing stop just yeah. stop don't You're do dumb. it name it after something else name it after a good student journalist Stud- a studenty <laughs> name it <laughs> that he's gonna live he's gonna win a student sir um I loved the headline of the newspaper yes lunatic on campus question mark <laughs> that seems bonafide yeah he's a suitor <laughs> yeah. Um, there were so many lines, though, that like I, I didn't even want to write them down. There's too many. Because they were so bad. Yeah. But, like, I really just got mad at this movie over and over. Where it mostly was the pranks. I, I, like, yeah. so many times I wrote down, what a funny joke. Ha. Ha. Specifically the thing that causes all this to, to start. Yes, two girls are driving and they decide to do the gang initiation thing, like as a funny prank. Driving with the lights off and stuff. Driving with the lights off, somebody yeah. flashes them. They turn around the car and they chase them and they flash their lights and they honk their horn. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh man, endangering lives. Those were the hilarious.
0: Days. And that's what doesn't make sense, dude. And, and you know, again, obviously this is fucking spoiler town, USA. Yeah, welcome. But. I just don't fucking get it, man. I, I, don't I don't get it that the the whole story arc here is that these two girls, one of which was Alicia Witt,
1: uh-huh. and the other is the girl who got killed in the beginning. The
0: girl that got killed in the beginning. They accidentally killed uh, Rebecca Gayhart's boyfriend, boyfriend slash uh-huh. secret fiance.
1: Secret fiance.
0: Secret fiance. Very. That sounds like a romantic
1: story. comedy. <laughs> oh my god. Dude. Secret fiance. They and He's actually him. a secret agent. Oh. Yeah. I He's like played this. by a Jonas brother.
0: <laughs> oh. And they accidentally kill him. And so basically Rebecca Gayhart chooses to exact her revenge on her fiance's killers uh-huh. by means of urban legend only kind of. Yeah. It makes zero fucking sense as soon as you start thinking about it. Yeah. So yeah. in the start of the movie, she kills the person who actually was driving the car that killed her boyfriend. Yeah. So
1: she's kind of mission accomplished her at that revenge. Yeah. It's kind of done. Yeah. You can't. I mean, I get that maybe the passenger egged it on or something. Maybe I maybe guess. you want to get the passenger too. But what's with killing everybody else? Yeah. Why kill the
0: dean of the school? What the fuck what did he have he to do? do? With it?
1: Why kill Bobby UK? I mean, he did uh, make it possible for the aliens to invade, and you know was uh, you know part of the big government conspiracy and yeah. whatnot. Obviously, but beyond, I mean, he committed suicide in the X Files movie, so he sort of redeemed himself. Yeah, exactly. Should be done for right there. Yeah. So why kill him after he committed suicide? I know. Jerk. You can't kill a ghost.
0: <laughs> or what? can you? You. Oh my God. That's,
1: this is the. This that's is the, the tagline for a great movie. You can't kill a ghost. <laughs> can or you? can you? <laughs> dot 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 dot.
0: But it, it makes absolutely no sense that she would go on this killing spree, killing all these other people that had yeah. fuck all to do. Like the guy that she ends up like hanging,
1: yeah. What does he have? I mean, he's a dick. Yeah, he sucks. Well, I mean, nineteen-year-old boys are dicks. Yeah, that's just how that works. Yeah, like. I mean, we need to fix that. We need to raise our boys better. Obviously. Nineteen-year-olds in general are dicks. It especially, doesn't matter how you especially nineteen
0: ninety-eight.
1: Yeah. Terrible. For real. Terrible. They didn't even know about the internet that much. Deserving to die? I'm not sure about that. No. Say what? Yeah, she, I mean, she should have went full on Avada Kedavra if she's going to kill him. do
0: torture see, him. And
1: see, that's the thing that I don't get about this
0: movie either, is the the actual person that killed the fiancé, she did Avada Adav- Kedavra him. Yeah. But then everybody else, she's fucking casting, you know, uh, perfectus to. <laughs> she's all yeah yeah stumbling all over all my spell words here (laughs) petrificus totalis she's casting everything else on it why why doesn't she just fucking kill them too
1: here's why i'll say josh jackson maybe deserved to die he talks uh very openly and jokingly about uh sexually assaulting a girl basically where he told a girl that he was a member of hansen uh listen <laughs> that's a that's a joke that really just sort of dates this movie it really, really does. well it dates it so well where it was like ha 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 it's fun lie to girls yeah. ha, tell them Hanson whatever they want to hear he, and he also tries to get alicia Witt to give him a sympathy blow job or something by saying my girlfriend died <laughs> <laughs> what good line yeah. Well, is she is she in Canada? Is that the girlfriend from Canada you're talking <laughs> My about? My She goes to she another school. Off. You don't know about her. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what? She goes to Durham
1: You don't you, know. Yeah. Her. She's at Bobatons. <laughs> are there any girls at Durham I don't know if there are. Yes. I'm Listen, not here to judge. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it that J.K. Rowling needs to license out the Harry Potter universe to writers yeah. she trusts. She can have absolute editorial reign and say this isn't doesn't fit my vision or whatever yeah but she needs to let other people come in and expand the universe because I love her vision I love what she did obviously but I want to hear stories that aren't related to Harry Potter yeah but are still part of that universe I want to hear more about all the schools and stuff
0: me too yeah I definitely do too man
1: so here's the thing is that this killer
0: which which is Rebecca Gayhart yeah
1: spoiler uh, yeah. Which, <laughs> Cause, you know... Because you'll be constantly confused as to who's the killer, as everyone wears the same jacket.
0: Yeah. This is the big... One of the biggest bullshit fucking red herring. set this entire movie, is that the killer, every time we see the killer, is wearing this, like, hooded black yeah. coat. We can't see the face. With, we like, just, a
1: fur fringe, but, like, a yeah, fake fur type of thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you just kind of assume it's male, because it's, like, bulky and stuff. Yeah. And... There are so many times through the movie where, <laughs> apparently... I guess, like, the local fucking Target in town or somebody. Just was, sells that coat. Yeah, they're having, like, a big sale. And everybody's like, oh, this is the best coat for the winter. And then they saw, like, immediately they showed up on campus. And everybody
1: else is wearing it. They're like, oh, shit, you got it, too? And, and they also said, shit, it's not winter. Why am I wearing this? What the fuck? Everyone's dressed in light clothing because it's early fall. So here's the thing. <laughs> is whenever, whenever uh, Alicia
0: Witt... And uh, fucking Jared Leto uh-huh. sneak into Defense Against the Dark Art teacher, yeah, Robert, Robert England's
1: office. Uh huh. They find his like cabinet of curiosity. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They find that exact same coat. Yeah.
0: Also, whenever Gryffindor Alicia Witt is watching through that big glass uh, window, while Re- uh, Rebecca Gerhardt is swimming, while she's swimming in the pool, here comes somebody stalking in, wearing that hooded Death Eater robe.
1: Yeah. Here's, here's my problem with this already. One, we've already seen everybody outside not wearing coats. Yeah. Two, it's a heated pool. Yes. It's an indoor heated pool. Also... So is, it's going to be warm in there. Is there what not is she wearing a changing
0: room for? anywhere even remotely close to the pool? <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. It really doesn't. Later on, entirely just to add another red herring towards the later part of the movie, yeah. Alicia Witt gets picked up by the janitor guy out in the of Yeah. Is the fucking coat
1: yeah the same exact goddamn coat and I want to say there's like one more I want to say like four or remember. five
0: different times that somebody else has uh-huh. that fucking coat yeah that is just the lamest way to frame this and there's fake you so out there's so many it's lame things that
1: happen in this movie that it, it's just a lot of jump scares a lot of fake outs yeah this movie has some humor to it that I'm okay with yeah it does it has some things, like, I, I love the girl singing Total Eclipse of the Heart, like, terribly. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, it, that's exactly, like, uh, on my way down here, I was singing Al Green terribly. Like, awesome. that's, that's how most of us do yeah. when we're driving. So, I like that. I like that when, um loretta devine asked uh the dean if he was scared about something and he was like i'm not scared like i like the way he responded he responded very yeah. funny he did a good job and i love that she's like watching fucking pam Greta yeah movies. and she's like hell yeah like she's really into yeah. fucking uh foxy brown yeah. yeah
0: dude she's like yeah strutting her her fucking moves around and stuff yeah. it's cool yeah it's funny. like
1: there's some of it that's funny but most of the stuff that's supposed to be funny isn't funny including all of the like really half-assed meta
0: stuff that's in this yeah. flick. There like, are
1: two two particular meta moments. Yeah. One where uh, they get into Josh Jackson's car, yeah. and he turns it on, and the theme song from uh, Dawson's wake. Creek is playing, and he yeah. turns it off. That's, oh yeah, he's in Dawson's Creek. And then also at the end, <laughs> they say... Uh, girl a, from the the girl from the Noxzema commercial. The girl from the commercials, yeah. Which is just like... Okay, these are like these meta elements that are from Scream. That's what we're dealing with, right? Like this is yeah, from Scream. Yeah, absolutely. So that and this is what I've said before when we talked about 90s era movies, Final Destination, etc. Yeah. Like that meta movement was good when it was uh, in the Mouth of Madness or when it was Scream, when yeah. it was those early meta moments, but then it just became like hack. It became totally. so it became a crutch to make people like parts of your movie because they're like I like Dawson's Creek and he's in Dawson's Creek and that was the song from Dawson's Creek so I like this movie absolutely yeah I I just don't care for it
0: no it falls extremely extremely flat and it's different too I mean because with Scream it's like which obviously again jump started this entire era of horror movies and stuff it was dealing with making such a fun element of you're a horror movie fan watching this horror movie. Let's talk about horror movies. It's like, that's, that's really cool. That's really, uh, nicely done in that flick. But yeah, in this, I think all those meta elements are just so, they're so half ass and have Uh nothing actually to do with the story. No, it's just like, Hey, what was this actress in? Uh, an Oxima commercial. Let's just throw that in because we can, because (laughs) it's meta like scream. Yeah. It
1: has no bearing on the story whatsoever. And they're, two people from screaming this yeah Scream two, rebecca gayhart and josh jackson yeah so. that's the crazy thing is they yeah. were in this and then actually went on to well, the final form in and and casting robert england casting danielle harris that's obviously brad dorff and brad dorff yeah. that's obviously paying homage to movies that came before which is not Absolutely. a negative no until you throw in all the bad meta and you yep. just realize oh they just cast these people just to get that pop yep and we'll just look, to get the Freddy fans or and look Halloween how well fans. done that can be too. Like whenever you have
0: fucking Sigourney Weaver at the end of Cabin in the Woods,
1: yeah, now exactly. that is
0: a horror movie casting. where are like, oh fuck, yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool, yeah, that's yeah. dope.
1: Yeah, you can do meta well. They just did. They did like, well, if we put these people in, well, t- what they did was take a, a fourteen million dollar budget, and turn it into seventy two and a half that's million 14 dollars. Fourteen million dollars. Yeah, and it made how much? Seventy two and a half. What the fuck? Well, like, that's the thing is people go see horror movies, and in the late 90s, yeah. we just didn't have a choice. We wanted to see horror movies, and so we had to go watch that bullshit. Right, yeah. it's kind of all there was. Yeah. what was a competition, really. Yeah, like, what am I going to go see instead of this Uh the man in the iron Three? mask. The man in the iron mask. <laughs> Boy, Leo DiCaprio. Forever
0: young. I don't know.
1: Forever <laughs> man without a face. Man I don't know. Without a face. <laughs> what if that was the song? Um, I like that. I like some of the deaths. I like yeah, some, some of the, the kills are cool.
0: Yeah. I was gonna ask you about that. If you like some of those, like I did. Again, I dig the intro. The excur, yeah. the Ford Excursion kill. that yeah. was pretty dope.
1: It did have actually. It reminded me of Phenomena, like because yeah, they do a that. slow yeah. motion axe through the window thing, which totally. reminded me of the head through the window in Phenomena.
0: Absolutely, yet. which is right at the front of the movie yeah. too. So I do think that I, I do wonder if that's kind of some yeah. sort of homage or something too. There it. are
1: positives to this movie that like. For, there are so many female characters in this movie. Yeah, it's true. Man, there are a lot of female characters. They're not well developed. Is no, the problem? Like, not really. It's good to have the representation to have more female characters than male characters, which is true of this movie. Yeah, but if they were cool, it'd be better. Yeah, if they were interesting, <laughs> it would be way better. Yeah. Um, I guess Tara Reed's kind of interesting. Like she's this overly sexual, yeah. um, dis jockey. She does have that voice. That again, I said I don't like, but it is a radio voice, yeah, yeah, got yeah that totally sort of rasp to it, etc. But she, she, uh, you know, she talks, she says one of the most disgusting things I've heard in a movie in a while frat boy protein shake mm. talking about a dude's jizz. Oh, my, yeah, um, <laughs> but like all that's kind of undercut by the way that they deal with her as a radio personality, she's wearing a headset mic yeah and she's standing away from the better radio mics most of the time i didn't understand that yeah i'm glad it
0: didn't just bug me
1: yeah and also when her producer gets taken out the radio stops working like, the producer has, like, a... a a, little it's a light. dead man switch. He has, like, a pedal under the pl- table that he has to, like, keep going. It's or like the a grenade of... switch that he's, like, holding and yeah, when he dies, The he second it. he dies, it's so just, it like, the power fucking goes out and the, the call stops. Like,
0: I'm pretty sure it's how it works.
1: Yeah, so a lot of her stuff gets undercut. And also, her death, like, the fact that, like... um, I thought it was gonna be badass where she might get away because she, like... She was hanging on, you know, two stories up, and I was yeah. like, well, drop. Like, I she's yeah. wearing heels. As a dude, for me, it's easier to think drop. I don't know how hard that would hurt in heels, but still, it's not you that You kick them things off. You kick them off, you fucking drop. And she does. She drops. Yeah. Then she gets in an elevator and goes back up. What the fuck? That makes no sense. Makes zero yeah. sense. And she also sort of had the scene where they, I guess, were trying to add some sympathy to her, where she's like... You know, don't don't do this or whatever. Oh right, yeah. That, but then that got undercut immediately. Yeah. With what would have been real cool there is if uh, Rebecca Gayhart, who is the killer inside this hooded huge uh, coat, yeah. If her first swing got like stuck in her skull or something, because we're talking dope, about yeah. Rebecca Gayhart, who at this point is probably 110 pounds at most. Yeah, max. Yeah. I mean, Rebecca like uh, looking at her, and this is not my like perviness this was just I was thinking specifically of could she swing this axe could she do these things she has she has some sort of strong legs maybe but she's a she's She's a bony girl man she's kind of bony and like
0: she pick up fucking freddy krueger and haul his lifeless deadweight corpse corpse into the back of a car different
1: dudes and and haul them into a house the second story of a house it's fucking stupid. It makes no sense. But, like, I would have been cool, though, to see her swing that axe and it gets stuck in her head and she's, like, struggling yeah. to get it out. That would have made, made it that more made brutal. It, yeah, it would have made it so much better. It would have been more like, oh, okay. Like, but they're trying to... That's the thing with the Who Done It horror movies. They're yeah. trying so hard to mask who is the killer yeah. that they forget to develop the killer. Yes. Yeah, and, and so I, I don't care for it. Not no. a fan. No
0: uh uh-uh. No, not at all, man. And it's like you said, like, her in apparent superpowers make yeah. zero sense. And the whole movie, it's like, I'm thinking, wow, it's like, this has totally got to be like a super strong person. Yeah. Killing these people and picking up these bodies and dragging around and yada, yada, yada. Yeah.
1: And being uh, on campus one moment and then 20 miles away in a car another moment. What the moment.
0: fuck? Yeah. I know, right? And then, like, towards the very end of the movie, whenever you start realizing with her ridiculous monologues that Rebecca Gayhart is the killer.
1: Yeah. She fucking uh, she nails that dialogue though even though it's not a good monologue no she fucking nails it she, she comes out crazy good. i like that i like that
0: her hair is also way crazier God when she damn goes it. crazy that's her hair so gets cool real big and crazy like yeah but you know that's the thing is like while I was watching this i was like man there's no way that she hauled all those bodies around no. and stuff. But then Gerolito shows up and, and you, you go, think, okay. Oh, you're like, okay. Good explanation. Two here. killers. You're like, yeah. okay. Kind of like Scream. There's two Exactly killers. like Scream. Yeah, yes. exactly like Scream. And you're like, okay, that would make sense that they would be able to, you know, as a team, haul all these bodies around and do all these elaborate kills. And it's like, oh, uh, fake no, news, fake false news. flag. Yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the campus security saves the day sort of yeah. with, She gets off a shot, but then Alicia Witt does the final shot. But that doesn't affect her at all, by the way. She gets shot twice, and then that ending makes no sense. Makes zero sense. So Alicia Witt and Jared Leto have just discovered that Rebecca Gayhart is a murderer. They're in a home with three dead bodies and a shot campus security officer. Yes, And they just... Start, they just drive off they, yeah, they're like, they look, well, Time to go Their explanation is We called the paramedics They'll take care of it
0: No you they won't fled
1: The scene of a
0: crime Of a quadruple murder You are just as
1: easily <laughs> A suspect as anyone else You're
0: incriminating yourself So bad One of you works For the fucking paper Yeah You work for the quibbler You should yeah. understand that Oh
1: and guess what the dark Rebecca Gayhart With that two place. bullets in her One in her chest One in her arm He's in the back seat, A O K. swing swinging axes. The fuck how? <laughs> it's... It is stupid.
0: And the thing is, is like, even when it gets to that scene where they're driving off, it's not even remotely surprising. Like, oh, well, of course she's in the fucking back seat. Yeah. What do you think? Of they're course gonna she is, drive off. Because
1: why are they driving off? Because they should be there waiting for the police to arrive and helping the woman who got shot who is covered in blood. Yeah. What the fuck? And dude, the whole
0: the fact no that, that's
1: cool you guys go i'm, I'm fine yeah
0: <laughs> and like the fact that the kills are based around urban legends sort of yeah is retarded like yeah it okay really is. the one guy making a play on the pop rocks and soda myth <laughs> she fucking puts is like a beer pop bong rocks? of pop rocks and like drano. In
1: drano just the drano would kill you it makes no sense this movie would have been improved, and this is this is my improvement for this okay. movie. There are a number of great horror anthologies out there. A lot of them are themed around Halloween, or we have like ABCs right. of Death, etc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, an anthology series Holidays. called Urban Legend. You get eight directors to direct shorts about urban legends. Yes. Don't try to tie them together like with some silly story. Ten minutes each. You got a good fucking anthology That would be movie. tight. Because yeah, the first one is a good kill. And That's it is a an urban legend kind of thing. Yeah, it would yeah. be great. but like That's the, tight. That would more be an they, awesome idea, dude. Yeah, the more they try to tie it together, the less it makes sense. Yeah, because finding a way for a serial killer to
0: stylishly kill people in the fashion of urban yeah. legends is just dumb. Yeah. But, but you're right. It's like if it was a whole bunch of short stories where you weren't trying to frame it within a certain yeah. narrative... You could craft these really cool, yeah, nice little charming stories Actually, about urban legends. That the would Josh be
1: Jackson dope. Alicia Whitwin would still work as an individual story. Yes, you have this girl who's a bit more in the know than he's used to. He yeah. thinks I can give her the old my girlfriend uh, died and yeah. she'll just you know give him a hummer, uh, and she's like fucking bullshit, you know, like yeah. not interested, etc. Like. That that would be a good ten minute short. Right. I could watch that and I think that would be really good. But again, because you have to tie it in to mm-hmm. this individual killer, it makes no sense. Cause she hits Rebecca Gayhart twice with a car. Yeah. Rebecca Gayhart gets hit twice with a car, shot twice. She's still not strong a goddamn enough. issue. Dude, she's still strong enough to
0: like fucking dropkick through the windshield yeah. of a car. Yeah. Insane. Do you have any clue how
1: strong you have to it's be to fuck. do that? <laughs> it is and it hurts, by the way. Dude, it will be To break awful. a big piece of fucking tempered glass like that.
0: ECW. ECW. E-C-W. <laughs> Again, this is, uh, there's no sense as to how fucking strong yeah. Rebecca Gayhart is in this no, movie. No, and,
1: and she survives this, by the way. She survives the entire movie. She's yeah, at the end of the movie. Yeah, she's an epilogue. Yeah, it's, it's like they were trying to do a Michael Myers type thing, yeah. but like... And I can see that as like a cool girl power like a, a Michael a female Michael Myers. A yeah. Michaela Myers. Yeah. Um, where, you know, she she is this just unstoppable force. Yeah. But we get too much of Rebecca Gayhart. totally just being a cute college student and you see her physicality and see like she couldn't do these no. things. No.
0: And and I will say too though, like and and especially in this era of horror movies. I will say that my favorite thing about this movie is that the killer is a female. Yeah. That's I think awesome. that's fucking cool.
1: That's badass. Cuz you yeah.
0: always expect it to be a guy because yeah. in life dudes most of the kill time, more than women, yeah. yeah that's kind of yeah. that's, kinda, that's the deal most of the time. Yeah. And so I do really appreciate the fact that this movie was trying to do something different yeah. and being like, "Oh, actually like a sick and twisted female can be motivated to do all this terrible stuff like Uh that's pretty dope to me yeah but god damn it was done badly it
1: really was like uh some of this is taken straight from the prowler definitely like the idea of the bash that's related to this old Oh, okay, dude, now and that the who done it, what the fuck related to that. And that, by the way, that story is not developed enough no. for it to tie everything together. Yeah, there
0: was apparently some kind of murder spree at this school like yeah. twenty years before or some shit like this. Yeah. Why is that related to Rebecca Gayhart's fiance getting killed? No idea. It's and and also too, whenever they show the actual party. Yeah. What the fuck is the deal? Why are some people in costume
1: <laughs> Like there's
0: there's one guy in the background that looks like fucking dirty trashy santa claus (laughs) nobody else is in
1: costume nope there's a few people
0: that that are dressed up but most people like what the fuck yeah what is it
1: no idea and michael rosenbaum is either on cocaine or pretending to be on cocaine yes because like every scene he's in but particularly that party scene he is He's not chewing scenery. He is eating it all. Oh, and he's yeah. shitting it back out in your face. <laughs> he is overacting to the degree that it's it, it, like, it seems like, oh, well, he's that guy, and I hope I never meet him. Maybe
0: he was exploring a bold new acting technique called crystal method acting. <laughs> Maybe that's the deal. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> what do you think about old, old goth girl Tosh's? death God, it makes no fucking sense the, okay. s- the setup is kind of fun the setup is fun it so, kind remind of reminds me house of the devil in a way yeah
1: so Alicia Witt walks in on her having sex with a sickly pale goth kid listening to Nine Inch Nails listening to Nine Inch Nails and I'm just thinking like the way she reacts when she walks in it's like boy she just doesn't feel huh yeah. Like, she's having sex, but she's just, like, not even... And she's into- like,
0: turn the light off!
1: Yeah, she's not even paying attention to the sex. Yeah. She's just like, is the ambiance right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, that kid looks sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they set up, like, don't fuck with me. I'm having sex. You don't turn the light on or whatever. Yeah. And then so, of course, she comes in, and the killer is on top of her, murdering her. Yeah, strangler. And she mistakes that for sex, which, uh, according to some men... Uh, murder and sex are pretty close. That's what happens in Halloween, too. Yeah. Halloween as well. No, Halloween, Halloween too as well. Maybe. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Actually, I think so. <laughs> I
0: think, yeah, I think in both of them. But, you uh, know, there's that there's that scene where, like, girls getting strangled over the phone. Yeah. And she's like, oh, another lewd phone call.
1: Yeah, but that's more believable because it's over the phone. I guess so. Yeah, you're Whereas in person this, in the room. She walks into a dimly lit room. Yeah. Some people are into choking during sex. I Some get that. Some people do that. But... Yeah, there's got to be a moment where this nineteen year old she's nineteen Alicia Witt in this. Yes. Not the actress, but Character. whatever the character's yeah, yeah, yeah. name is. She's nineteen in this, where a nineteen year old's gonna go, Okay, that's not sex. That's a little too far. This is not sex right here. And I'm, I'm in gonna the room. I'm fuck. gonna I'm gonna try to come over and say something. <laughs> and if she says something and gets mad, okay, fine. Yeah. But there's obviously a dude on top of her choking the shit out of her and she's fighting back.
0: Yeah. Like, what the fuck? But she puts on her headphones, because Uh uh, apparently when you put on headphones... You can't
1: hear anything. The whole world goes away. It goes away. Uh I've put on headphones before. It's not the case. No, you don't have the right headphones. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need those old school 80s headphones with the little silver band and the shitty like... You need the orange uh, headphone covers. Oh, orange ones. I never had those. That makes it real
0: good. So she just like falls asleep and she wakes up in the morning and... She's dead as hell, and also there's writing on the wall that says the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. Yeah. Uh, Fear for your life's mudbloods. Yeah. Which I can't help but wonder. I like to really think about (laughs) the killer really clumsily stumbling around in the dark. Uh Because obviously the killer didn't turn the light back on.
1: Well, he may have because she had headphones on. It wouldn't have affected her. Okay, because the headphones. Yeah, the headphones. That's true. Headphones just block out the world.
0: But I like to think of the killer having to continuously uh, go back and get blood, yeah, and like stumble over stuff in the dark. Blood dries quickly, and that handwriting was pretty accurate to have been done in the dark. It was. I mean, especially considering he would have to be, she would have to be going back and Uh drawing more blood, and And she'd also have to be
1: Andre the Giant because it was like ten feet on the wall. Yeah,
0: what the fuck was going on?
1: She has powers. That I hope they go into in the second one. Yeah, Urban Legends is probably about her like being you know shot in a space shuttle from Krypton without anybody knowing. And
0: I hope that the I hope that the sequel is about her as a as a magic born person going back to a Muggle school and people like
1: they kicked her out of Hogwarts. Yeah,
0: yeah. But then she goes back to a Muggle school. Uh huh. See again, dude, this is so close to being good harry potter good fan fiction. Harry
1: Potter fan fiction, yeah, for sure,
0: and it's so much more fun if you explore it that way
1: yeah, the really, seriously, this movie uh can only be like can only benefit from creatively watching it. You make up your own yeah. story, and it's a whole lot better
0: now, one more thing about the Goth Girl death, <laughs> I just want to point out
1: uh-huh
0: so leading up to her death, she's of course on Goth for You. Uh-huh. website yeah and she is i aiming some guy right Who's like you know uh, who's
1: actually a girl yeah Finky. they don't that's not normal on the internet yeah people normally tell the truth yeah
0: people usually yeah are yeah. honest yep but if you'll remember she's i aming somebody and it's like you want to hook up and she's like tapping like you and number two and yeah stuff like that Yeah, where are you? Uh Uh-huh. I'm in the room in flashing text. Okay, now (laughs) here's the fucking deal. Okay, how the fuck is this person texting her in the room? Uh Uh-huh. Did that motherfucker have a smartphone from the future? Did they have a Wi-Fi connected laptop in the room?
1: Well, uh, we did see Alicia Witt had an old school fat ass laptop, but... Was it Wi-Fi? I doubt that.
0: Correct. I'm going to say that is an impossibility
1: at that point. Yeah. So how is this person
0: in the room Uh talking to goth girl Uh saying, I'm right here? How the fuck did that happen?
1: She's got powers, man. That's what this story is. This story is about a superhero who is trying to get. She's a Punisher style superhero who's trying to get vengeance for her murdered fiance. Yeah. And she, she. Her anger has given her super strength, teleportation abilities, uh, mental Wi-Fi.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mental Wi-Fi. uh She's like computerist, instant messageificus. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. She's got powers that you just can't comprehend. This movie is shit.
0: It makes right. no fucking sense, dude. It makes dude.
1: no sense.
0: Like, like what? you said, the anthology thing would have been the way to do it.
1: Yeah, you don't have to try. That's the Frame thing, Frame it though. in a big old narrative. No. Yeah, me. that would have been too experimental for the late 90s, though, yeah. to, to put out an anthology. Well, dude, I don't movie. know. We've had
0: fucking Tales of Dark Side. Yeah, all this Cool creep shit. Show? Creep show. All yeah. this other stuff before it. Yeah, what the fuck? But, you know, it's like if they were trying to do a big cash-in thing, why didn't they go with, well, let's let's make a creep show for the late 90s? Yes, let's make an anthology. That's a perfect idea. It would've been great. Yeah, it been cool. Yeah, you could do all these great deaths and doing the urban legend thing is kind of meta, kind uh-huh. of like Scream. And like, you well, can utilize a w- a all these thing.
1: great movie stars that you yeah. have. Like instead of trying to slam them all together in this barely comprehensible story, use two of them yep. in a in a tight uh, urban legend narrative. Yep, you have Robert England and maybe. Loretta Devine in something. Yeah. Like you, ha- you can you can separate out these characters. Braddorf
0: and Daniel Harris in their yeah. own
1: story. Yeah. Yep. I'm interested. That's all great. That
0: would have been very cool. That yeah. would have been very easy for this to be something unique and fun. And yeah. still actually cash in and make some dough. Which it yeah, did. Don't no way. It yeah, this movie made a ton of
1: money. And would have if it was an anthology still. Yeah. People would have gone and seen it. It was... Late September, meaning coming into October, that's the time to release a horror movie. Yep. If people in October, they want to watch horror movies. Yeah. And they don't care what it is. So, Steve, overall, what are your final
0: thoughts and critiques and likes and dislikes and score about
1: this movie yeah. on a scale of 1 to 10? 1 to 10. <laughs> um... Okay, so... Um... The movie has promise at the beginning. It yeah. starts with this this real good, well done, uh, the killer is in the backseat, urban legend. It's cool. It's cool. I like it. Um, it loses steam immediately. Yes. And never really picks it back up. No, never. Never really picks that back up. Um, everything is so coincidental. Mm-hmm. everything seems to have been like the set pieces were written and then they must have just come on the day of that to shoot it and been like okay so you guys were just in the house you shot totally. Rebecca Gayhart now you're driving away why are we driving away there, was, there were murders there. don't worry about oh, it oh just say you just called with the paramedics it. oh yeah, okay that'll oh. explain it yeah that'll explain it we called the paramedics now we're driving away yeah that's a good idea <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, like... That's what people do in real life. Yeah, so it seems like what they did was basically write a script where they had the urban legend kills. Yeah. And then they try to tie it together with a bunch of bullshit. A bunch of bullshit. Uh, it just doesn't work. No. Um, I think Rebecca Gayhart does a good job, especially when she gets to be real crazy. She gets real she, crazy. She comes, she comes correct with that. Alicia Witt's good in other things. She's a talented singer. She is uh, very charming and funny in interviews. Yeah. She fucking sucks in this. She's, She's terrible. terrible. Uh, Jared Leto doesn't bring anything special.
0: No, huh? he is just hot, bon, handsome face that yeah. does nothing, really. Yeah, he could have been anybody.
1: He could have been anybody. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm glad he got work. I'm glad he kept at it because cool. he's done good stuff since then or whatever. Yeah, totally. But, uh, Josh Jackson actually... Uh, comes off great as a dick prankster. Yeah, he's pretty douchey. <laughs> yeah, he's good like, as that. Yeah, you're a douche. Yeah, yeah, good.
0: It's like I totally worked with that guy at Walmart. You know? Yes,
1: exactly. Michael Rosenbaum is over the top to the fucking millionth degree. Yeah. Um, I feel like Loretta Devine was in a different movie. She was in a I movie totally where she was yep. the hero. Yep. And she fucking nails it.
0: And it was like a really like schlocky. Yeah. Campy. Yeah,
1: that's what she was going for. Yeah, and that's what they must have told her. They must have been like, yeah. "You're
0: like Foxy Brown." But then they told everybody else something else. Yeah, like, they told everybody scream. else.
1: Yeah, you're in Scream. Yes. they were like, "You're you're Foxy Brown." Everybody else is in Scream. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So uh, Foxy Brown meets Scream. Great. Um, I don't know. Everybody's a dick in this. Everybody's Nobody's likable. No. I you know that that's okay in a horror movie because it makes you like okay with the kills. Yeah. But you do need somebody who's likable, I should think. Uh, I mean, at
0: least fucking. Um, ah, damn it! What's her name? Sydney in Scream.
1: Yeah, Sydney Prescott. She's likable. She's likeable. she's very much innocent throughout. She yep. has no hand in all this this bad shit that's yeah. going on.
0: But the thing is, is that Alicia Witt's acting is so <laughs> mannequin-like and stilted yeah. that it's like you can't even remotely like her on any yeah. level.
1: Also, they do so much shit for convenience. Like, yep. they have after Tosh kills herself, they wheel that body around campus. What's They're just five? like, let's just pass by people. They have the one girl who immediately <laughs> makes a joke. Too hashtag too soon. You're yeah. standing next to the corpse. <laughs> like, wait till the corpse is off campus and then be God. like, but she doesn't look much different now. Oh. Then she, <laughs> then she. Did when she was alive. That's pretty callous, Bill. That, that, would, exactly, that would be exactly <laughs> the response you would expect. Like, oh, hey. Come that's on, shitty. Man. Like, jeez. Uh, and then they... Like, for some reason, they wheel her from the outside to the inside of a building where Alicia Witt is now so she can see that because. they're wheeling her around. Because reasons. Like, oh, we got this dead body. So they do so much stuff for convenience. So many jump scares. So much of this is just... Like, well, you're gonna go to the theater. Fucking deal with it. Like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Fuck you. Yeah, you know, that is that should be. Urban Legend. Urban Whatever. Legend. Fuck you. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I I am baffled that people like this movie. I, I am actually, stunned. I actually had someone because I I posted on her Instagram that we were doing this. I had someone say, "No, like, what? What are you doing?" Because I I posted spoiler alert. It sucks. Um, Some, oh really so I was like no
0: it's awesome yeah I know a lot of people love this movie I do and again it's like dude I'm such a sucker for nostalgia I yeah. was fond of Final Destination yeah I wasn't but yeah, I, get, <laughs> I get I get
1: that people might be yeah yeah I, I actually watching Final Destination in comparison to this now yeah uh, Final Destination has more charming whoa characters you hated that movie I hate fucking hate that movie I still hate it but it has more charming characters than this does Except for Loretta Devine, yeah, and except for Rebecca Gayhart, yeah, everyone else in this is fucking just wooden and terrible and not interesting. I want a whole movie about Tosh. Yeah, I want to. What is it? I want to know what happened to her. I want to understand. Dude, I
0: want the movie where like the happy ending is that she gets strangled to death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> where she's just like she's just like wishing I just for de- want to die that's why she's always trying to hook up just randomly online she's maybe like, this one guy of these will dudes. finally strangle yeah. me to death she, she's like that dude in Germany <laughs> who uh, oh, who yeah. took up the the Woo. ad to have someone kill him yeah. and eat him and eat him yeah Uh, Have you ever read about that story? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's really... uh, It's not good. Check that out, guys. Or don't. They fried up his penis. They did that. While he was still alive. That happened. Uh, He didn't like it, apparently. Yeah. No,
0: me gusta.
1: Um, Anyway, so, yeah, everything's overly convenient. It's a a script that makes no sense. Here's the one thing. Uh, A lot of female characters, I'm I'm glad that they went with that, because as I've said before, female characters really make horror movies, like... Yeah. They they make them good. Yep. the male characters in horror movies are rarely the better characters. They're either uh, they're either Joe Football, Johnny Nice Guy, the best person in the world, or they're an the absolute suspect. asshole. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like they are always the same. And the the women have more variations. But totally. in this they have all these female characters but they don't do anything don't with really them. Don't really do anything with them. Uh, it should be mentioned though that this was written by Silvio Horta, who is a gay Cuban man. <laughs> who okay. adapted Ugly Betty for America? Okay, yeah. all right. So he he obviously because he's got some Ugly viewpoints. Betty's funny. He's got he's yeah. got some talent. He must have brought something to this. The director Jamie Blanks. You would expect you would hear more from after this because he made a fourteen million dollar movie into seventy two point five million dollars. You don't. He's got like five IMDb credits. It's wow. it's crazy. It's like the studios were like, we don't even care that you made money. This movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking terrible. Yeah, so um, I hate this movie. Um, I think I think elements of it are better than Final Destination. Okay. Other elements are worse. Yes. Uh, and I gave Final Destination a low score. My lowest score so far is, of course, Jeepers Creepers, which gets a zero. Yeah. Because it's made by a child molesting fuck. Yeah, fuck And if you, you like it, Fine, yeah. But it's made by a child molesting yeah, fuck. It's a fact. Yeah. Um, this movie's shitty. It's a two.
0: I can't help but agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you, man. I agree with everything that you said. I will say, again, bonus bonus points for funny goth girl. Yep. Uh, also, affinity for goth girls. True yeah.
1: story. Yeah, always. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: Christopher Young score pretty cool. Yeah, female killer, cool. Yeah, I like that. One or two cool deaths. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Brad Dorf is really good,
1: but he's only in it for
0: yeah, like, like two five minutes? minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah, five minutes at most. Yeah,
0: at the max. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so given those bonus points, I, I I would still have to rate like a two and a half. Yeah, I I, I won't watch this movie again anytime soon. Yep. I think it's a total total clunker. Uh, one of the lowest points of '90s horror that I have seen.
1: I know the sequel is actually more popular.
0: I haven't seen it. Or I, haven't I don't know anything it. about it. I'll, I'm listen.
1: I'll give it a shot. Cause yeah, I'll give it a try for sure. Uh, I always would watch a horror movie, but I hopefully. It It is legitimately bad. I know Rebecca Gerhart makes like a cameo in it. Okay. Because we know she's alive at the end because she's talking to a 40-year-old man and his 30-year-old friends. Yeah. I guess this is a community students. college. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. in
0: life. They decided to go back get their yeah. lives, <laughs> You know, in life.
1: But she survives. And that that's a thing where it's like, if she had been this like awesome badass female killer, that would have been like, cool, I want to see a sequel. But instead, her... She's impossible. She's an impossible killer. Yeah. You killed my boyfriend. (laughs) You killed my boyfriend. Now I have superpowers. You were
0: riding in the car, so I hate you. Also, I hate the dean of your school and your professor. uh, And friends of yours. And your
1: roommate, for some reason, who doesn't even like you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If somebody forces you to watch this, seriously, just put on Harry Potter goggles. Imagine it as... Yeah, a Harry Potter fan. As fiction. soon as it
1: starts, just go. Duh, 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 duh.
0: Absolutely, it'll it's change so much it. Yeah. Now next week, I'm really excited for the movie that we're going to be reviewing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already watched it. Steve, you have not watched it yet, right? i have not. So I'm really stoked to talk about this with you. We're going to be talking about the Black Coats' daughter.
1: The Black Coats' daughter. Which that came is out
0: 2015, I think.
1: Yeah, Emma Roberts, uh, Kiernan Shipka. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, It's currently streaming as of right now in uh, March 2018. Yeah. It's streaming on Prime for free. Yeah. I watched it the other night, and if you guys listen to our show on the regular, like... I hope that you guys watch these movies and stuff before we just spoil the fuck out of them <laughs> and i'll I'll tell you with this movie it's one of those ones that before next week's episode I really want you guys to watch this movie I don't want to spoil it like and I even whenever we do that episode I want to be sure to post a big thing yeah. about, like do not listen to this if you've not seen this movie yeah you need to have seen this movie before you listen to our episode about it yeah. it is a really interesting fucking flick and I think that Steve I think that you're really gonna be okay fascinated by it I think it's a fucking amazing movie well, I
1: mean, I, I'm a big fan of uh, both Emma Roberts and Kiernan Shipka so.
0: it has kind of a it's a total slow burn flick uh-huh. which you know I love yeah so it kind of puts me in the mindset of the witch house okay. of the devil the exorcist uh huh um I think it's really fucking cool, so I'm okay. excited to talk about this next week. So be sure to tune in then. Uh, in the meantime, where can they get in touch with us, Steve?
1: Uh, you can always find us at Dead Lovely Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We have a Facebook group, and you can email us at deadandlovelypod at gmail dot com.
0: Yes. In the meantime, be sure to keep those iTunes reviews a coming. Please subscribe to our show. And go on iTunes and rate and review this podcast. It just takes a second. Keep it G rated, or else yeah. they will not post it. Keep you it clean. Go,
1: you can go maybe a little PG, like you maybe don't say damn or hell. Yeah, but you can be like you could say finger blast. Probably yeah. Yeah. They this, wouldn't. That would This
0: podcast finger blasted me into oblivion. You yeah. can say that.
1: Yeah, I and mean, I would prefer if you did. I would love it if you did. You
0: guys <laughs> can follow me on Instagram at Ben Eller Guitars, all one word. Where can they find you,
1: Steve? Uh, at Steven Spratling. That's Steven Spratling with a G, the only way to spell it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to
0: the to the latest installment of our new Dead and Lively
1: uh, Live uh, in Person
0: Two Man Horror Podcast here. I'm super excited to be doing these shows in person with my main man Dollywood Steve, it's good to Dollywood have you Steve. back in the saddle again. Back,
2: I'm back.
1: Oh man, just real quick, yeah. I thought about this driving down. Just yeah. you mentioned Steven Tyler, yeah. and I've I think I've texted this to you before, but I really developed it in my head mm-hmm. in Armageddon. Yes, when uh, Ben Affleck is about to give his dirty, dirty dick to Liv Tyler. Oh yeah, filthy. They. Are playing an Aerosmith song, which I have said before is already weird. Because yes. Steven Tyler is her father. Um
0: yes, yeah, very weird.
1: The song I just realized driving down here <laughs> I could stay awake just to see you dreaming. Mm. Watch you smile while you are sleeping. Yeah. That's a song about a father looking at a baby. Right? I guess. Just really listen to those lyrics. Get into those lyrics. I guarantee you that song is a song Steven Tyler wrote about his daughter. Because it could be like, I don't want to miss a thing like you're growing up yes, and I'm out on tour exactly. All the time I don't and- want to miss a thing. I don't want to close Ew. my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I'd miss you. I miss you, baby. Baby. And I Ew. don't want to miss a thing. They're playing what a the song where, about Steven Tyler singing a, a loving uh, song to his daughter while she's about to get nailed by Ben Affleck, uh, maid slamming, fucking uh, gambling. How you like them apples, <laughs> dick? How you like them apples? How you like them apples? <laughs> Bye! <laughs>